Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 246. Uh, we're missing a couple people. We're missing Sean. Sean said he's sick. At least that's what he that, That's allegedly. So he'll be back, I'm sure, next week. Uh, Nate is, he's doing something. I don't know. He said he'd probably be running late. So we might see him later on uh, tonight. And Click, I believe, is on vacation. But we do have Max, at least for the first half of the show. Max, how are we doing tonight? Good, good. I'm going to a Witcher party later because Witcher season two is out. So I'm not looking at chat. So if y'all are posting spoilers, I'm not even going to see him. I binged it yesterday. Let me put some spoilers in Discord chat. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and we, have, we got OJ, Player Essence. How are we doing, OJ? Um, I want to say once again, John, two weeks in a row. You have me back on, dude. I really appreciate you not <laughs> kicking me off again. Um, but I appreciate that. Uh, Black Healy has a few words for you, though. So he'll, you'll be, oh, yeah? you'll be okay. hearing. Yeah, you'll be hearing from him. But thank you so much, man. I, I do appreciate having me on. It's it's very it's a very difficult process. But thank you once again for having me on. I'm man. looking forward to the Black Keeley show. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. We Christmas got... special. Calling it Blacksmith, by the way. Okay, okay, okay. We got, no, we, got, we, got, we got Jordan French. How are we doing, Jordan? Good, good. Glad to be here. Good to have Jordan here. Did you see Spider-Man yet? I did. I need to see it. I think I'm going to see it this week coming up. Oh, it's, it's you should. It's good? You okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I will. I'm going to see it this week coming up. I got to so, go watch I'm it, excited. too. I got to go check it out. I'm excited. I'm trying to find a good time to go when not a lot of people are going to be there, but I feel like the movie theaters are going to be packed for like the next month Yeah, <laughs> for that movie. People going to see it twice, three times. And just, see yeah. it at like 11 a.m. on a weekday, and I bet it'll be. Yeah, week, weekday, earliest, the earliest possible showing weekday. Okay. I will say I saw the, the first like early showing, which was like a 3 p.m. on Thursday showing of it and like that's where like the diehard you know marvel and spider-man fans were and they were very respectful to like not be loud at all but oh, there wow. was like a roller coaster when like the big yeah. stuff happens and it was kind of it was kind of nice feeling that excitement at a theater again that i haven't felt in in years so that was kind of a cool yeah. thing suck. I, okay. same thing i was at 4 p.m thursday and oh my god there were people literally dressed as spider-man oh my mm -hmm. god it was so good Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it this week. I think it'll be fun. We got Evan. Evan, wait, did you see Spider-Man already? Uh, no, that'll be Tuesday, I think. I'm heading oh, over. there you go. Okay, very good. Very good. Very good. Then we got MVG. Hey, what's up? Great to fresh be here. Off the, fresh off the analog pocket review. Yep, yep. Uh, review's doing really well, so everyone uh, appreciate the love on the video. Uh, it's done a lot better than I thought, actually, because, you know, normally when there's reviews like that, there's, like, at least, like, 30 different YouTube reviews of the same thing, so... I appreciate people uh, stopping by and checking out mine. Yeah, I'm all uh, I'm all late. I'll hopefully have one up tomorrow about it. But <laughs> I, I got it apart and I put it back together and it still works. I so. think that's the type of thing, though. Like, I, I did see that. MVG, I, I watched it. That's the type of thing that people are just so interested in. They're probably going to watch multiple people's take on that. Yeah. Because yeah, it's such yeah. a unique type of product, you know? So, I mean, if anybody does something, we're all going to, okay, well, what does this person think about, you know, the analog plug? And they're going to definitely want to know your opinion on it, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah absolutely absolutely cool yep it's uh it's a cool device i'll say that i'm uh pretty happy with it actually but i'll talk about it tomorrow like i said i got tear down and all that good stuff so um but tonight we have uh some stuff to go over we have the situation around final fantasy 7 on pc and final fantasy 14 which is just so strange all the way across the board for both of them to the point where it's certainly bled into like mainstream stuff even just outside of final fantasy specifically 14 because they had basically stopped selling it mm -hmm. uh and final fantasy 7 with the pc stuff then we have the splinter cell remake 
We'll go over that, see if we trust Ubisoft enough to even do it. And then <laughs> Nintendo in 2022, I figure we got to start getting our thoughts and predictions in for these different companies. We're doing Nintendo. We're, I actually have a set of questions I'm going to come up with here. And then we'll look back on them a year from now, actually, and see if any of us got any of the stuff right. So it should be pretty fun, I think, uh, I think tonight. So let's Max is going to be gone after the he's, he's said the first half of the show. So why don't we just start with uh, why don't we just start with the Final Fantasy stuff? How's that yeah. sound? Because we have two actually two topics here. Technically, the two different games, um, but one is suffering from too much success, and the other one is suffering from what appears to be a a, a very rough port on PC uh, based on the options and all the stuff they have. Um, why don't you tell me, Max, though, about this Final Fantasy 14 game? Because I keep looking into it. Might be the best time to get into it now. I heard the queue is only down to 8,000 people now when you log in. Yeah, so <laughs> cur- currently the problem with uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake is getting, uh, or sorry, f- uh, Final Fantasy 14 keeps getting bigger and better. They keep adding in new classes. Every expansion has been like having some of the best stories. But additionally, because everybody hates Blizzard now, everybody quit World of Warcraft this year, so all the World of Warcraft players are jumping on board. The mm. game's exploded in popularity so much, it's almost impossible to play it. I have not played the game in the last three days because it takes three hours to log in right wow. now. Three hours. What I usually do is I'll press log in. I'll go to the gym and come back and hope that I'm able to get into the game. So because of it, the solution they've come up with is they've stopped selling the game. You cannot buy the game right now. You can't buy the expansion. You can't buy anything. You can't do the free trial. They're literally just locking people out unless you already have the game. That's so weird that it's, it's so successful that they just, they can't keep selling it because they just don't have the room for people on the servers. And apparently the global chip shortage has caused them to be unable to find more servers to stand up and and kind of uh, fix things that way. They people were asking them, why don't you just get more servers? Well, they can't. Like they, they physically cannot find servers. Apparently. I didn't think about they that. Do. What you said though, Max, like with the the World of Warcraft thing with Blizzard, I I just that slipped my mind in terms of like the explosion of popularity. Yeah, people are just saying, well, screw Blizzard. I, I don't want to play the you know their stuff. Even if it was like let's just say like a million people, right? Out of the whole, mm-hmm. that's still a lot of people. Or even if it was like seven hundred thousand people, that's a lot more people you know, coming over to another game. So yeah, I didn't think about that when I, when I talked well, about it and final fantasy 14, the developers have said that they based the whole way that the game looks and plays. They originally based it on world of Warcraft. So it's very easy to convert from one MMO to the other. I, I really want to get into the game, but I gotta be, I, I know it'll take forever to get to where people are now, like hundreds of hours, but people rave about the story. They say the game itself plays well, and apparently it works well enough on the PS five, like for the controller and everything. Yeah, it's it's super playable. It has this interesting system where like all the different like one character can be every class. So I play as a black mage and a healer sometimes and do tanking. It's really cool to just like make your character. Uh, Mm. What is a weird small saving grace is the developers like something these articles aren't talking about is that they're not charging you game time right now. So even though you do have a subscription, since the game is in such kind of an unplayable state, they're actually giving you free game time. So right now, because I can't log in, I'm technically not being charged for these days but it's oh wow okay it's just it's weird that they're at a point where the developers are having to apologize for the popularity of it do they have like a player count like how many people i've never thought of that because world of warcraft got out of control back in the day to the point where it was like a ridiculous amount of people logging in what if it's the same amount or even more than that or it's we're just to the point where they can't get the servers that wow had even 
the number of it, servers back then. It's now the most popular game ever. They've said uh, they've mm. said I think they said 35 million players now. Now there's the weird part about that is that they do have free trial accounts, so it's difficult to see how many people are are paid current yeah. you know gamers. The other half of that though is definitely I think that World of Warcraft never quite caught in on a ton in Japan. It was really big in China and really big in America, whereas Final Fantasy 14 is is really popular everywhere. So I think it's just. We just never had such a, a thunderclap of an MMO before. Hmm. Yeah, because we're several expansions in now, and I it seems like this is going to be going on for a little while. So it's kind of a shame for people who are really into Final Fantasy 14. And now you got to wait hours just to get into the game. So, yeah, man, that's going to be that's going to be something to see how they deal with this going along the next year or so. Um, I mean, I'm hoping it just dies down. Like as somebody who has played nearly, I've played over a thousand hours now total of Final cool. Fantasy 14 and I like it, but I, I just like, I have to hope people kind of burn out because right now I can't, I can't play it. Yeah, that's the thing with MMO. You're going to play it for years. So you just mm -hmm. rack up the hours and it's, yeah. uh, I had one friend who got really into it, said it ate his entire life up. So like it was to the point where it was so addictive that he just he couldn't get away from it. And I'm there, like, yeah, there is that. Well, there are people that are really into the game. There's like hookers and stuff in the game that you pay in gill and role play with. And that, you know, that, that was in you, WoW as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> but, it's, but it's almost condoned here. That's the weird thing is now the developers have been like, yes, we understand that there are cat girl brothels. Like as long as you don't do it in the main town, I guess do whatever you want. I mean, he, said, I go. I don't he go. said it's like the sure, best MMO he's ever played and everything, but uh, it's I guess they're stuck to where they can't even build any more on top of it until they get the server stuff figured out. So yeah. I, mean, I almost wonder if that would push back any future DLC stuff like uh, expansions they have planned for like two years from now. If they're like, well, we got to hold off another year to well, get this figured out. They, they had to cancel some plans. One of the main things they wanted is that they were, they're trying to make a thing called cross world servers to make it where like if you were playing on like a, a, a totally different server for me spawn, I couldn't visit you. But they were trying to set it up so that you could do that. And now they've said, we're going to have to delay that for like a long time. We don't even know when they're like, we've pretty much finished it, but we'd have to build it into the servers and the servers are on fire. So we don't want to start moving things around right now. But how how long how long is like they got like a tutorial section? How how long do you think it takes to actually get into the game seriously, like to where it's like the story picks up and you're like, OK, this is this is good. In about 60 hours is when you're <laughs> super hooked but because they're they're basically the whole beginning of the game. And uh, and that's short. Yeah. It used to be about 200 hours. And I, I, wish so I, I just have joking. to play through Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then I then I start. Yes. The game. But, but I mean, all of it's fun, but I feel like it's 60 hours in is when you're fully, fully hooked and you'll never quit the game and you'll leave your wife and family. That's and once you get 60 hours in is when the hooks are in. Mm interesting okay well i like guess if, if that's spread out over the course of months it won't feel like that long <laughs> yeah but okay okay what's the max level in the game uh now it's 90 oh, all right and okay. it's, it's so fun i mean i still it's it's annoying that it takes three hours to get in the game but part of it's because nobody logs out like that's the promise that like people must be running some type of thing where it like moves the character every so often so, <laughs> you know yes. it doesn't auto log them yeah out so they're they're trying to auto they're trying to ban people and the developers have told people to, to if you spot someone in the corner of town going like this they now say report those people and we'll ban them for you so yeah that's a problem wow that's that's something else it's just too much success the game's just too successful <laughs> uh but the other one that was interesting with final fantasy was final fantasy 7 on pc and 
this had a hard time out of right out of the gate because they announced it and it showed up in the Epic Game Store exclusively, so it's not even on Steam. But it showed up as a seventy dollar PC game, yeah. Which that already set some alarm bells. Like Evan, you did you see the seventy dollar price on this thing? Where you like, hold on a minute, what's I'm, what's going on? Here? I mean, I already played it on console, but I mean, we know what's going on. The the assumption is that these game companies feel they wait. Can you played it on the PlayStation Four? Yeah, I thought. You actually used that PS4 Pro? Yeah, it was the. Yeah, I played it. I played Spider Man, and I was like, "All right." And then I actually played the Final Fantasy one. Wow! Nice. Console gamer over there. All right. Now now it's in my closet because I have this gaming PC (laughs) over here that I can't like have. I might need to pick that up from you because I heard there may have been a a um a jailbreak or something. Jailbreaking that took place at some point. Maybe a PS4 Pro with an SSD would be. uh, Yeah, I I could drop it off at the office. That's not a problem. Okay. That'd be interesting. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII went to PC, 70 bucks. You're, you're past on it then, Evan, because you already, you already beat it. You're, yeah. You're good. Okay. Uh, I mean, you see these Squ- Square doing 70 on, on these PC games? What do you think, Evan? You, you, uh... I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're... Definitely. All right with that? They're, they're, like, you're looking at I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily all right with it, but I mean, prices are always based on whether or not the individual want to wants to pay money for it, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. So if people are really hardcore into it and want to play it, they'll, they'll pick it up for 70 Question is, by the time the next one comes out, is that one going to be 80 Are we going to wait that long? They're going to yeah, up right. it a little bit more? <laughs> right. Good PS6 game there. Uh, I have a question. When, uh-huh. And maybe, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Death Stranding came to PC, was that... I'm full price? Pretty sure that was full price. That was sixty, wasn't it? It was I'm sixty. Pretty, yeah, sure. it, I thought it, it was 50, 50, 50 or sixty. Was it fifty? I thought it was fifty, wasn't it? I thought it was fifty. Yes. Evan actually bought it too. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, he's the one who he actually bought the game. I bought it. I, don't know I bought it. it when it was on a discount. I don't remember what it yeah. opened up. Well, I'm saying like Evan. That. Evan actually paid the full price, yeah. so he would probably know either way. I, I, mean, I the whole thing. The whole thing they went into was like how much more it had, and then they were like, the price is still basically the same. And I was like, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. We were saying it was 50. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's the other thing. This is a later port to the yep. PC as well. It's not even like a day and it's not the same day. Like if the game comes out on the PS5 and the PC at the same time, they might do it for price parity and be like, look, that's just our price. But like, this is like two years late. So but apparently like I checked out and I'm not the biggest PC gamer, but I, I mean, you guys helped me get a PC. So I do have a gaming PC that's capable. So I have Epic Game Store. I installed it. They gave me a review code for the game. So, you know, I cover all pretty much all Square Enix games. Death um, Stranding still and, 60 on Steam. Mm-hmm. So it's still, oh, still it is 60. 60. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. The options is just missing. Yeah. From, <laughs> so that's the other even thing. Even in my limited knowledge of PC gaming. I, but even like me, I'm like, yo, like there's not like a lot here compared to what I see with other games that I have. Even older games that I play like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. So, so that always cross- hurts too when PC gamers see that in a game. They're like, oh, you asshole. Yeah, kinda- exactly. <laughs> so I noticed it. I'm like, there's it's missing. This stuff. crossed my mind though because Nier had some serious issues with its port to PC. Yes. And I'm like, yes. Square? Square isn't exactly the best at PC ports. And then they were like, it's 70 on Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, oh, maybe it's, they're, maybe they're actually going to have like a good outing with this one. And it shows up and it's like, where are all the options that, for, that, that's, that's the for anything <laughs> it's missing the options and they're charging 70 for it and it's like it's not like the best experience i guess right like the ps5 version is still the best place to play it so 
I think that's the biggest issue right they, now with the PC version. They, they have could the frame fix it, rate though. at 120 on the PC, but they lock it there. It's weird that they don't unlock that as well. Like, I, I don't know. There's like there's some strange stuff going on with this port. And, and again, Square Enix did mess up a chrono trigger on PC ports. So, yeah, I mean, it does a lot. Yeah. a lot. Yeah, with PC. PC and, and Square Enix don't, so. don't go together. Yeah. But but the problem is they decided, OK, it's going to be 70. And that makes you think, OK, they're actually yeah. make a, a chrono a trigger wasn't 70. Chrono yeah, <laughs> like if, if Final Fantasy Remake showed up at 15 or 50, 50 dollars, you'd be like, all right, well, it's, you know, it's cheaper than the 70 or the full price they were doing for PS5, which they still try to get that full price on PS5, by the way, uh, for Integrate. Yeah. But they tried. yeah, they try. They did. They, <laughs> it's, it's always on sale, but they try to do it. Um, they tried, it didn't work, though. People were like, no, we're not paying 70 for that. <laughs> yeah. But that's the that's the biggest thing now is Square is going to have Forspoken. That's going to be 70 on PC. Uh, at least that's coming out the same day as on the PS5. But is that going to be a situation where it's that's actually gonna... well done? Or is it going to be another kind of bare bones port job? That's going to be rough, man, because that's a new IP. I think that with Final Fantasy, you can kind of maybe get away with 70 because it's Final Fantasy. Forspoken, we don't know if the game is going to be super good or not. There I was... mean, it could be. It looks great. but There was this know. gameplay that went up on IGN. And I missed this at first. Then I went back and, and people were mentioning it. So I looked into it. There was like gameplay that went up on IGN for Forspoken. Yeah. yeah and it I wasn't very it. it wasn't very good it was strange i actually kind of enjoyed it uh for what it was but the weirdest thing is how much she's just walking around in empty fields like shooting at zombie looking things it's like what is this um, some people were complaining about the person playing the, per- the game the performance wasn't very good for it like in terms of like the um the frame rate and stuff yeah. was an issue like it was a little weird and then they pulled yeah. it down and i figured that was because of an embargo some people thought it was because it was such a backlash i feel like it was just maybe an embargo that got broken by accident they, or something. they did say that there is a performance option in the game so yeah. apparently there's going to be a 60 frames per second mode in the game so yeah that's that's what i would play on either way is but, that. yeah but we'll, we'll, i mean we'll see but yeah the gameplay didn't that's the reason why I, I at first when i first saw it, i was like i think this could be cool but once we started actually seeing more gameplay of forespoken i was like i wasn't so sure based on the gameplay but it could be really cool um, but yeah, I did watch the gameplay before they pulled it down. And yeah, it didn't quite look as good as like Final Fantasy VII Remake. When we first saw that, when they first showed off the gameplay, I was like, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Then they gave us the mm. demo. Before Spoken doesn't quite look as good, but there's some interesting, you know, there's some interesting, unique stuff in the game. So we'll see like when it comes out. But yeah, that $70 price tag for mm. PC, is that going to be something that people... You know, I kind of feel like I almost wonder if like EA and 2K are going to see that now and be like, all right, let's uh, and take two or be like, all right, let's try it ourselves. It's weird that oh, Square, oh, yeah. who's the one who moves in, not EA or take two, it's Square. Well, take two already did NBA, NBA 2K was 70 bucks, wasn't it? On PC. I mean, I don't know if people are buying that on PC anyway. I know. I, don't I know. Know, I just meant I know Battlefield. Oh, I mean, like on PC, though, like Battlefield, okay, I know it was yeah. 60. That was 60 on, okay, um, okay. on PC. Uh, and. I feel like that maybe now they'll be like, okay, we'll see about this next time we release a, a big title. Like Grand Theft Auto 6, whenever that comes out, that's 70 on PC. I'm telling you now. Yeah. 80. Yeah, it might be yeah. 80. They might just be like, look, you guys are going to pay 100 bucks for this and like it. And everyone's going to be like, all right. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's probably 70 plus a battle pass or something. That you yeah. yeah. Well, there's probably going to be like a deluxe edition where it's like 100 something and like you get like different guns oh, one yeah. shark's card and all it's, that. Yeah, it's going to be shark cards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, shark yep. cards. Like, and they're, they're going to try to push that one more than anything. So essentially, for most people, they're probably going to go there and spend $100. Like, you're probably going to walk out with Grand Theft Auto with $100. Like, you're going to spend $100 plus tax, you know? Yep. 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 Let's uh, let's go Discord question. What we got? Anything one good? for uh, MVG. Any thoughts on the Matrix demo and Unreal Five? Uh, technically amazing. And if there's anyone that doesn't think that 
current gen is holding next gen back or i mean sorry let me say that let me rephrase that if anyone doesn't think that last gen is not holding this gen back based on and then you go watch the matrix thing then you are mistaken this is the reason why i want sony and microsoft to get off of the xbox one and the playstation 4 because stuff like this just is not possible on on last gen Simple. you don't think the vcr can play that no oh man <laughs> that lighting nate? on fire <laughs> time to put that vcr away there nate <laughs> you probably can't He's play the start here. screen <laughs> oh oh you uh oj hear the the news about the new mass effect jordan and oj gonna be unreal engine 5 yeah i did hear Ooh. was it unreal engine 5 that they're just talking about unreal engine Unreal Engine 5. Jeff, Jeff, I think Jeff Grubb mentioned that on Twitter. That's Unreal Engine 5. Okay. Oh, Unreal Engine 5. That actually more scares me than makes me excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, How does uh, scare you more? The because older Mass Effect. We just use Unreal Engine, Engine 4 that's old, that we know what it is. Instead of using something new, just use 4. <laughs> no, no, I want to see them push stuff to the limits, but at least on Unreal, we have proof that at least the games can run okay. No, dude, listen, the last time that they changed, dude, look, Andromeda... No, they, they, yeah, but they, 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 they changed they, to their... They've corrected course. They've corrected course. They tried yeah, but they're not of Frostbite. That yeah. didn't work. Yeah, yeah, and now they're going back to Unreal's technology. Does, I have complete does, faith in that. That's okay, a good yes, move. I, I understand, but I'm you just... You want them to use Frostbite again? No, I don't <laughs> want them to use Frostbite again. What do you no, want them to use? Unreal Engine 4. I feel no. like I feel like five will speed up. Would be okay. well, I feel like five will speed up their pipeline just because you can use like cinema level models in it, and it'll just cut it down as needed. So they don't have to do as much work. People in the chat are saying, "Oh, MVG, you can't get an, you can't get a PS5, you can't get a, a Series X. I guess what you can't get a PS4 and an Xbox One. There is a global shortage. I mean, you can't find any of those systems sure anywhere. The PS4 Pro is still like three hundred some odd dollars on eBay. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. so weird. Yeah, just just the console only is like three hundred bucks for a yep. PS4 Pro. I don't know what that's about. Uh, um, but I'm seeing I'm seeing like people scalping Xbox One S's for five hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, hey, it, does it work on the, it works on that Xbox Series S, right? Hey, you know what? Yeah. Over at the Best them? Buy, there's an Xbox yeah. Series S right now in stock at my Best Buy for two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, they're on Amazon the, too. The, the, they're on. They're on. Yeah. You can get them. The Fortnite, the purple, the Spawn Wave one edition is on. Uh, <laughs> Is on Amazon that you can get. Yeah, I Jake Jake Randall's but he's been doing a pretty good job keeping up on that. There's some people who are following him saying they're getting them. They just gotta yeah. keep their eyes out for it, you know. Yeah. Keep alerts on for Jake Randall. He'll yes, Jake one. Randall. He's doing a he's doing a very good job. So make sure you guys follow him, uh, Jake Randall. Make sure you follow him. He but on one thing I'd like to say: there's less people, John, that are like there's less systems than I think mm -hmm. than before, even than like a few months ago, right? Yeah. Is there less yeah. now? Oh, it's yeah. The the total is shrinking the supply. Yeah. Even even though we saw like uh, the numbers for Nintendo and the Switch were pretty good, right? Over a million or units sold in like November. Even that was down from last year because they're just they're running out of systems to sell. What? Yeah. Uh, Wait, do do you mean like they're making less or they're just are less? They're they're trying to make more, but they can't. Like we're at this point with this apparently the supply chain and the chip shortage that it's just impossible to make any of these systems so right just now a full production bottleneck Jesus yeah Christ. there's a serious struggle right now and unfortunately it might last a good chunk of 2022 as well which is yeah. unfortunate what the hell does i mean not not to get too theoretical but what the hell's that gonna mean if like i mean if there's no playstation 5s to buy what the hell's gonna happen to the playstation 5 well no they'll still have playstation 5s to sell but it just won't it'll be like maybe 
60 or 70 percent of what they were trying to get out okay 60 percent. okay uh, so my thought i was just making sure it wasn't 10 percent of their experience. yeah but yeah, i mean yeah, it, to, to give i mean john you you talked about it in your video too i think ign also talked about i discussed it but like it's so bad they didn't even ship any to japan japan yeah. ship they, they they just said you guys don't get any they sold less than a thousand they or less than two thousand or less than 1500 units sorry yeah this past week that is the lowest that i've ever seen and it's not because people don't want to buy it there like enough like they could probably sell 30 to forty thousand. Oh yeah they whenever they slot. whenever yeah. they have like stores that are doing the raffles they're just always full up their pictures yeah. on twitter all the time people like lining up for them at so stores it's so. it's it's really bad right now the fact that they didn't even and it's the busiest shopping period and they're not even shipping them to so certain you think it's bad here Certain countries, man, they're just not getting it at all. Like right now, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I, I do have family in Nigeria. Like, dude, it's like legit. If you want one, it's like four thousand dollars for one. Yeah. If you want to get one there, a, like a friend of mine in Norway, uh, he's trying to get one in Norway. And in Norway, because they're so scarce, they're just market value. They've marked them up to two grand. If you want yeah. one, like at the store, the store mm. charges you two grand. It's yeah. Like, Jesus yeah, offhand is be like four thousand. The stores there, they say, hey, we can maybe get you one, maybe or maybe not, but yeah, like two thousand plus. But yeah, people were selling them for crazy <laughs> yeah. amounts. Uh, the Tom Warren tweet about how Microsoft is using Xbox dev kits to run Halo Infinite. <laughs> Jeez, they just crazy. probably had them laying around the closet somewhere. Like get those yeah. dev kits out of here. I got to be honest, I've never heard of that happening before. These are unprecedented times. Yeah, yeah. for real, I've it never is. seen it this bad before in my be life. We might be three years in this generation before these systems show up on store shelves, like actual physical shelves. Isn't that crazy? I would have ne that sounds like the Wii era, but that for everything. Like yeah. yeah. Well, it, that was the, sort of, the Wii era. It's yeah. kind of reminding me, and it's it's sort of inverse. But remember back in uh, when the Atari. 2600 was out selling the 5400 and the 7200. It sort of feels like that, where people are still buying PlayStation 4s. Mm -hmm. I, over a year into the PlayStation 5, it's going to be weird. Yeah. I think people are still going to be buying PlayStation 4s. But, PS, but they're, they don't have any, but PS4s aren't, they don't have any PS4s. You got to get yeah. them used well, on like yeah, I mean, eBay. But I mean, literally, yeah. I've, I've, okay. okay. And that's okay. what I mean. Is I've talked to some oh, personal okay. friends of mine who have said, like, I'm excited for Horizon Zero Dawn and I haven't played Spider Man. I guess I have to buy this on pl a PlayStation 4. So they're buying secondhand PlayStation 4s okay. since PS5s are a unicorn. Yeah, you can buy secondhand. There's like if you go off of like, you know, offer up and stuff, they have them all over the place, you know, secondhand yep. stuff. Yep. But even those like are, dr are being driven up in price now. So it's, yeah. it's wild times out there right now. Wild times. Yeah. Like, another Discord crazy, question. Evan? What is your most anticipated game that wasn't a nominee for the Game Awards for that, I guess, bracket? They most had a. Yeah, the ones I guess he's not oh. worried about are the ones that were already announced, like uh, Breath of the Wild 2, Starfield, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden West. So anything outside of that. I, mm. Oh, that I, wasn't part of the most. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's not, okay, got it. I, I seriously think that Final Fantasy 16 is coming next year, and mm. I am so... Because the guy, uh, actually the guy who's who made Final Fantasy 14 so great is the dude who's producing Final Fantasy 16. So They're going to have curious. to stop selling 16 too. Exactly. Oh, but man. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just kind of curious <laughs> what a guy who made a universe this nice big, day. like what a single player experience from him is going to be like. I'm so I'm curious. I'm excited for that. Very excited for that. Um, I, for me, it's a little bit smaller, but Triangle Strategy. Really looking forward oh, yeah. to Triangle Strategy um, on this on this switch. That's coming out March, March fourth, I think. So that's going to be a ton of fun. So looking forward I to that. I think for me, Bayonetta three would be my pick. Mm, that one's going to be good too. That's going to be awesome. I think, 
think I'm going to say Dying Light 2 right now in the near term because it's coming out soon. So I'm, I'm getting hyped up for it now. Man, if someone said Shredder's Revenge in the chat, I might change yeah. my pick. But I mean, Shredder's Revenge brain. looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I don't Revenge. know. There's some really good games coming up. Yeah, there. Shredder's Revenge, Revenge looks Dying great. Bayonetta looks great. Dying Light yeah. looks great. Final Fantasy, if that comes out, I mean, and man, the lot. next three months, there's a lot of games coming out. Oh, like yeah. you really think about because I know we're and it's that weird thing where we're like, okay, we're still in 2021. 2022 feels like it's forever white. 2022 is like two weeks away or something like that yeah. <laughs> so we're getting close and once we get into january we start talking about legends arceus we start talking about all those games coming out in february which includes yeah. dying light 2 horizon elden ring yeah oh yeah, my god like, it starts stacking up pretty quick right so I thought we start talking about directs in january is that what we normally do yeah, we, yeah. We do need to start talking probably about like that two or three days from now or something right like yeah come on direct we're gonna have a pokemon direct right jordan um Wait, Jordan, isn't check, there supposed to be a schedule. new Pokemon game in 2022? I mean, technically, there always is going to be. Yeah, so technically, every three years is the next generation. Yeah. This would be the final year. So you would be expecting a Generation 9 in the vein of Sword and Shield to come out, you know, November-ish. Um, but this is the one year for the first time I've been kind of uncertain because of their release schedule. Mm. And I, I do think that there's a, a double play here with, with Arceus. Where if this if this game does well and it, and it plays well and it's received well, that that's where they kind of transition the mainline games to. And if it bombs or if it's not something that uh, people are really into or if it's clunky or whatever, then they're just going to pivot right back to their tried and true uh, nature of, all right, here's our next game. It's the same one you played, but now we've upgraded a few things or I guess in some people's eyes downgraded some things like, you know, trees and whatnot uh so yeah we'll see what happens i'm kind of i'm like 50 50 if we're gonna get the ninth generation by the end of next mm, year or not interesting okay, okay. usually we would based yeah. on how the card game's going they're still yeah. treating it like this may be the final year for the for the eighth generation so oh. I, I i don't know what's gonna happen do you think they do like a major expansion for like arc that's what i was thinking they might do like at the end of the year an expansion for arcus and then the next generation would be the following year that's maybe what i was thinking well since this is coming out in january it almost feels like because we had the remakes and then we would get regular games at the end of next year that this is kind of just being sandwiched somewhere in between just so there's something out there that they can have if if, if worst case scenario the, the generation nine doesn't happen there's like okay well we have this other massive game and i don't know i feel like they're ready to pivot to many ideas whether it's generation nine whether it's the next let's go or if arceus does well um, I know they do want to do more Legends games uh, yeah. that aren't just based on like like this one. We can go to a different region earlier in time. We can learn the origins of oh, yeah. Mew or other, you know, mythical or legendary Pokemon. So um, you're, you're selling me on a game that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> I'm like excited to play this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I, we have no idea what's this is the most. Con it's been the most confusing year for Pokemon in general with how popular it got and uh things are all over the place but it really depends on how well arceus does and how well it actually plays so well, let's let's actually since we're already talking about 2022 let's just move into nintendo in 2022 i think we're going to start talking about some of their thoughts and predictions across the different consoles to finish up the year and i thought we'd come back and look at how we did a year from now so oh, like God. December 18th, 2022. By then, we assume all of the games will have been out. We'll have any big announcements or anything for that year, anything releasing, and we can see how close we were. So I'll actually keep track of this as we go along, and then we'll look back on it. 
So Nintendo in 2022 seems like it's going to be a big year for them overall. We assume Breath of the Wild is going to come out. Um, Splatoon 3, Kirby, Bayonetta. I mean, it does really start to stack up when you think about them also announcing other games uh, on top of that. Especially when you think about maybe a Metroid Prime remake, right? Something like that. Mm. Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles Xenoblade. 3, Blade. that could happen. I like, need it. I'm starting to look at their year for 2022 and think they might actually have like a big like game almost every month, just about based on their current trajectory that that we're hearing about here. What do you you think, OJ? Um, I want Xenoblade and I'm hoping that we get something from there. I I would like a port of X. I think that would be like, that's the final one. So if they could port X somehow, get that ready to go. And then also have an announcement of a new Xenoblade game, maybe early in the year and mirror what they did in 2017. That would be like my prediction is that we get a new Xeno Xeno 3 that's actually made specifically for the Switch and not using what they did before. Because all the other games, either Wii or Wii U, you know, even Xenoblade Chronicles 2 made built off of what they did with the Wii U. So that's what I'm predicting and I'm hoping. But I think I mean, I've heard enough to think that, yeah, Xenoblade is going to be an early announcement that maybe launched later in the year, just like they did with uh, Xenoblade 2, when it was announced in January, then it launched in December, which nobody thought it would launch that year back back then. Everyone said it wasn't happening. So yeah, predicting Xeno, um, I'm not sure what else they can do. Uh, I might have some more predictions as we go along here, but yeah, Xeno for sure for me. Um, and maybe, maybe um, we get Golden Sun. You know, I think that Golden Sun oh. has been something that for a long time, there's been some rumors, just been not nothing too solid with Golden Sun in terms of rumors, but there has been some rumors. Camelot, we know, is done with Mario Golf. They finished it off. They're, they're done. So I think that Golden Sun is also a possibility to resurrect it. Maybe not a big triple A. It's, you know, not the biggest, but, you know, maybe they do something in the realm of bringing back an older Golden Sun game or making a new Golden Sun game. So I think those are kind of what I'm thinking about, but there could be more. I mean, Mario Strikers is also a game that's potentially like what is next level games doing, right? Like they finished Luigi's Mansion 3. There's no more DLC. So Mario Strikers could also be a good candidate in terms of uh, and they just purchased them, right? So they just purchased them. So, you know, that could also be something else that they're working on as well. Okay, let's uh, let's go through some of these then. Let's. All right. So yes or no. Do we think there will be a new 3D Mario game in 2022? No. Uh, no, no, no. But I do want to say my yes. prediction is I, no. I, okay. Three knows the one. Yes, I think Kirby. I think Kirby is going to be kind of treated as this uh, as next year's Mario. That uh, the Forgotten Land. I think they're going to push that the way they pushed Odyssey real hard. Okay, okay. So the majority right now says we'll go with no. All right. That's if it happens, then make sure you point out that I said yes. But then if it doesn't happen, just keep me on the no. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Flip-flop, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> we flip-flop it out here. Magic cart. Let's go. <laughs> Breath, of, Breath of the Wild 2 does make 2022. Oh, no. 100%. Yes. 100%. No. Does not. I'm kind of I'm going to know. I'm thinking early oh, 2023. Man. Yep. When, when they said... When they said... What, what was the wording they said? They said, said we're aiming for. Uh, yeah. That's the one that got me. That means yeah. it's not coming out early next year, and they don't and, have faith. And here's my question to you guys: What is going to be the holiday game for next year? You know what? No, hold on, hold on. This is this is split. We're gonna we're gonna go to the we're going to the chat. We're going to the chat on this one. They decide. Let's see. So a little bit of a little bit of information on the latest Nintendo voice chat over on IGN. Paris Snyder says he feels 2022. 
Hundred percent. Let's see. Make twenty twenty two. We'll go to the chat for yourself, OJ. What does, my what my does... specific prediction is: I bet we're not going to see it for most of the year, and then I think at E three they're finally going to show us a bunch of gameplay, and then they're going to announce like a November sixth release date, and that's going to be their holiday game. That's what? my s very specific prediction. OJ, what does Anumasan say? <laughs> All right, we're going to the chat. The chat what, can what vote. Has <laughs> he said anything about the game? <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think it's coming. I, I feel like the wording was like, I agree with Jordan. I just kind of felt like they, they, they're they going to push hard to get it for, for next year, but I feel like it's going to slip out of next year. They, they said that so they can ease the disappointment if it doesn't make next the year. Disappointment. That's or else they would have been like, hey, it's coming out next year, which they can still delay it at that point, but they wanted to ease everyone's expectations of if it doesn't so oh it's split in the chat too it's 49 51 wow man. who's favored uh noah's favored right now wow noah's favorite damn haters That's in chat yeah because i said no i mean you said no and just we got, so uh, i don't know i think a march release date for 2023 sounds it's two and two yeah you guys got it split two and two that's yeah. interesting okay okay it's like, why would they announce it in 2019 if it was going to be coming out in 2023? That Metroid just seems to be so Prime awkward. Four. Yeah, what if what if Metroid Prime? <laughs> that, what that, if Metroid got Prime's that, that got rebooted. That got rebooted. Zelda didn't get rebooted. <laughs> when did Halo Infinite get announced? Was it six hey, months ago? What Halo do? Because <laughs> everyone freaked out about the. If everybody didn't freak out about the graphics, we would have had it. <laughs> everybody didn't freak out about the graphics. Uh, okay, how about this one? This is a good one. Does Metroid Prime 4 get a full re reveal and a reveal, full re reveal, kind of, but re reveal in 2022? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. But I, I still think it's going to be super substantial. I'd say less yes. than five minutes of gameplay for the entire year. Okay. But like a full reveal, like they acknowledge yeah. it in like video form, not just like, yeah. hey, we're still working on it. Like they actually show the game. They mm -hmm. show the game because they've acknowledged it multiple years, but they show, okay. I'm thinking. That somewhere in the year, whether it's early or like right at the beginning of the fall season, like to keep it in your mind, they release, uh, you know, the the trilogy with the whether the first game is remade or touched up or not. And then we get Metroid Prime 4 as the big holiday game. Look at the poll. It's, the poll is split 50-50 down the it's middle. It's so close. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's uh, awesome. Uh, yes, we got it now. Is is Samus going to pose on a hill overlooking the giant valley and have the whole internet say it's Breath of the Wild? Because I bet that's going to happen. Oh, it flipped a yes. Oh, we might hold be on. Going I'm yes on my butts in. Hold on, let me <laughs> bring, bring in the bot farm. We might yeah, be going we're, yes we're, on that one. Real quick, I know we, we'll probably talk about Metric Prime four more later, but I have to get your your thoughts on this, guys. Do you think the gimmick for Metroid Prime is open? like open and like samus can travel to different places in her ship and go to different worlds like they did with like metroid I think prime so, yeah. 3 but, but i mean like, that's the gimmick but i mean it's going to be open oh, world yeah. with yep. the metroidvania stuff thrown into it where you have to get things to go to the newer areas in the open world so. it'll be semi-open i don't think you're just going to be dropped off on a planet it's like all right go figure but it like out like multiple planets like there hasn't been no. many games it's multiple planets so like oh, metroid no, prime 3 i think was the only one or yeah i do think it'll them. be a big adventure I have a feeling it's going to be just like uh, the way Arkham Asylum or Arkham City was, where there's going to be a map and you can kind of go places. And then as you get abilities, you can go into more styles of dungeon mm -hmm. and solve more puzzles. But it'll be one big area that you slowly get to finally see all the parts of. OK, will there will there be a Wii or Wii U port? Uh, yeah. Water is wet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, which one, though? I mean, what's left? X. Xenoblade X. Yeah. <laughs> So that's if they the don't one, do Xenoblade the Chronicles, well, I mean, they could do, t I mean, all right, so do we count Twilight Princess and Wind Waker? 
because technically those are GameCube games. Yeah, I would count those because it, it would I, be I would, the Wii U version, right? I would count them, and yes, okay. they would be the Wii U version. So I, I would, yeah. I would say yes, there is. Yeah, three. in that case, I would say yes because I think yeah. that's gonna happen. <laughs> Who, who's the team that does uh, that did the Wii U game originally, Twilight Princess? That team, they we haven't heard from them in a while. I forgot they're like an Australian team or something like that. Yeah. I forgot their name. Um, somebody in the chat Get will probably the phone, they'll pop up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll patch them through right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, that team is working on something because they always drop hints like, hey, yeah, we're, we're doing something with Nintendo. So uh, there's that. But also, could we see maybe like a different uh, like like what was it? Link's Awakening. So maybe we get like another Zelda game from mm, like a Oracle different system. Ages or seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. You saying Grezzo is doing something? Yeah, That's maybe Grezzo. I mean, yeah. what are they up to? Yeah, you know, uh, maybe. Yeah, I could I could say that. Yeah, they went yes. Okay, so we're going yes on that one, but I'm going to make a note that we were split and went to the chat. We, we pulled the <laughs> audience. All right. Okay, so we have all of the games. Let's talk about the online service then. So okay. we had we just had five Genesis games released randomly. There was no like prior announcement or anything to it. They're just like they're out. That was yeah. kind of it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, five more Genesis games, all of which I think are on that Genesis collection, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think there mm -hmm. were anything different from what's already yep. available and on that. M2 confirmed that they worked on the Switch Online stuff. Did you see they that did. Yesterday? I yeah. mean, no one complains about the Genesis stuff because it's actually good. Like, yep. I had, it's fine. Like, it's I mean, perfect. It's Genesis, though, so it's not, like, impressive. Like, if the 64 was perfect, they'd be like, oh, wow, that's mm -hmm. pretty good. Uh, Genesis is, like, business as usual, right? We, we've seen it do that well on the switch already through the genesis collection so we expect it there so the switch online uh going into 2022 we have actually several systems now they could release updates for nintendo super nintendo genesis n64 do we think a new system will be added in 2022 yes no yes no i'm gonna say yes and no it depends <laughs> on what happens <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with my boy nate the hate who's not here and say that Game Boy is still on the list. I think Game Boy mm. will be added, and I almost wonder if Game Boy Advance will get dropped in that expansion tier. I don't think Game Boy Advance will, John, but I think Game Boy and Game Boy Color will be. Okay. I guess, Man. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I actually forgot about the Game Boy stuff. Uh, for some reason, I kind of thought that was already you, officially you, announced. You locked it in already. You still oh, you're right. You know, I'll take the L. I'll take I'm the putting, L. I'm, I'm putting, putting it as down. yes. <laughs> yes. Do you think a Pokemon game comes with it, though? Do you think they drop yellow or red yeah. or blue on there? The trading well, card game. Trading well, card, yeah, T-Sandy. Well, I don't think they'll release the trading card game one only because it's it's obsolete to today's rules yeah and so they don't oh, yeah. they it's don't want good. that out yeah yeah exactly. it's so but, it's so ghetto and old hey, it's still, still a good game wiggly um, tough can one shot everybody if, in that game i i wouldn't be surprised if a pokemon game shows up since that like whole rumored like collection never really was a thing so i, I wouldn't be surprised if they got one of the pokemon games or at least uh red or blue or if not you know one of those in yellow because yellow is a little bit different something okay. like that how about this one? All right, so we have, I will say a Game Boy, you know, new system. Does GoldenEye release on the online service this year, 2022? Oh, asking no. the real questions. I, <laughs> I, I don't think so, John. I, I, no. I really, really want it to, but I don't think so. Yeah, it'd be I'll too say, cool. I'll say yes, only because I'll be optimistic with the surprises they're going to choose for it. So I'll say yes, they're going to figure it out. Hmm. I don't know. This is tough. Does Goldeneye go to it? Hmm. Somebody I almost want to check. 
So make a scorecard yes. of all the yeses and nos. We'll we'll be graded on this next year. I kind of want to say yes, but that is that is tough. Well, let, let me let me ask a follow up question to that. Uh, even though it's not Nintendo related, if that happens, does then Xbox Live get the the remake? So here's one of the reasons I think Gold and I would go over Perfect Dark. As weird as it sounds, Perfect Dark would make the service rated M, whereas Gold and I would keep it rated T. Then it is right? the 25th anniversary of the game next year, um, so that that's definitely something you know hmm. to, to add I mean, as a, a a potential plus for it being there, but I don't know. Like if GoldenEye ends up on NSO, then I feel like that Xbox Live Arcade version needs to come back as well. On, on I would be okay with that. That'd be cool because it looked really good. I agree. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we've already played it on the 360, but like think about that brought up to the Xbox Series platforms. Maybe they get to do a little extra work, have it fully online. I think Perfect Dark is the game that's coming, not GoldenEye. Okay. Okay. That'll work. Any do we think there's any substantial update when it comes to the eShop? Nope. <laughs> well, I mean it's already making billions of dollars. They don't care. Nope. I'm gonna say no as well. Because substantial to me. Or like layout? Honestly, that would work for me. Nope. <laughs> Anything nope, like nope. that actually like alters it heavily to where you're like, okay, yes. Well, like actual reviews or something. I mean, yeah, that a rating system uh, does does like does hovering over the game and it showing like flash screenshots count as an upgrade. So maybe something small like they did like this past year. Yeah, maybe something like that. But anything bigger? No. Okay, folders. Do we get folders next year? No, 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 no. no. We're not we're not getting themes. We're not getting folders. You know, I'm just going to group that together. No themes or folders. No themes, no folders. Man. But I guarantee you, here's the one thing that we'll get a stability patch, multiple stability patches Ooh, to make sure it's stable. Wow. That's good. Because you never you can never not be stable enough, you know? True. Okay, here's the here's the real the real question. Do we get any kind of new hardware? As yes. in as in like legit hardware, not like not like a ring fit adventure <sighs> two where they got yo, two rings now yo. or something. Hey Evan, yo, can you pull up? Can you somehow play the "Here We Go Again" meme? Or can we just... <laughs> it's too much. Is there too, anyone it's too much. It's too much work. Can we put him in the corner. Can we put CJ in the corner? Here we go again. <laughs> so new system hardware, new system. We, we I'm gonna say we need Nate here for this. I, I I'm 100%. I'm a 100% die on the hill that we're getting a Switch Pro, and I think all the games at E3 are going to be shown, and they're going to say at the bottom, Switch Pro. I do think we're getting a Switch Pro. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. But here's the the, the stipulation. It doesn't launch until Zelda's ready. And I think if Zelda's delayed, delayed until 2023, I think it launches with Zelda like the original game did. I honestly don't know anymore. I I'm really gonna don't. Say, I I'm really gonna don't say know yes, there is gonna be new hardware, but I'm I, I think it's gonna be a switch light with an OLED screen. You shut your whore mouth. Why would you say that? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that that could happen. That could happen. Yeah. <laughs> switch light with the, like a smaller screen, switch or it could be like a, a, a Zelda switch edition. OLED. There, so is that I feel new? like they're gonna fit the OLED into it, and it's a change in hardware technically because it's new I mean the switch OLED is considered a, a new piece of hardware, so yep. there you yeah. go. I put stock into that. I think a switch light, a switch light OLED or OLED switch light, whatever you call it, will probably be what we get next year. 
I would actually like that. That'd be a cool system, actually, to have. Like, be, that would, it would actually make sense because it's like the light, the light, the light. Okay, and then here's a good one. All right, you ready? Will there be rumors of the next gen switch this year? There not there rumors every year? What? Well, when you say rumors, what like from Bloomberg or? Or just in general? Or... <laughs> I was going to say, do you, will Nintendo mention like how they mentioned the NX and then a, they took a year to release it after mentioning it for the first time? Like if they actually got asked by investors, hey, what's next for the Switch? And they're like, we're working on something. Yeah, it, it's, it's codenamed this. Mm. Uh, would they go that far? But oh, then I'm like, I don't name? know if... I don't I know think, if that'll actually happen. Uh, unless... I think they'll say. I think. Th- I think they'll say they're meant. They're, they're working on something, but I okay. don't think there's going to be a code name. Or so anything. how about this? Nintendo acknowledges that the next gen Switch is coming, or something like that. Yes, yeah. I, I think. I code. hope the way that the the way they keep saying the sequel to Breath of the Wild is what they're calling Breath of the Wild Two. I think it'd be funny if they came out and said the sequel to the Nintendo Switch is in development. <laughs> Because I'm thinking like even towards the end of 2022 that they mention it at some point. But basically before December 18th next year, they've mentioned that there is a next gen switch coming at some point. Mm-hmm. And based on the NX, they announced the NX. And then a year later, they they released the switch, basically, from what I remember. Uh, so would they r- talk about the next switch in November and then the following year, like March, something release it? Let me see. Do I have any other questions? I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten questions, actually. And I recorded mostly our uh, overall majority response to them. Ah, this could be fun to look back on. We'll do maybe we'll do PlayStation next next uh, next week of the week after next week. We're probably just going to do a pre-recorded spawncast because that's Christmas. So yeah. I think that's yeah. what we'll do during the week. But maybe we'll uh, we'll go over PlayStation and then we'll do Xbox the following week and we'll come back and see how close we were to anything. So, dude, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Evan, we got Discord questions over there. Any games you guys have played that helped you overcome sadness or a tough time in life? Mm. Borderlands. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Absolutely. I was at my lowest point that year, and it really helped me put perspective on life and stuff. Oh, sorry. Uh, did I say Three Houses? Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening. What the hell am I? Three Houses. I was like, I was that's thinking. pretty recent. I was, I was chilling Sorry, when three houses came out. <laughs> Never mind. Fire Emblem Awakening. Awakening. My daughter was born around the same. She was about uh, about a year old. So yeah, mm. it was tough back then. For me, Skyrim. The the week that Skyrim came out, um, my grandma died, and it was a real bad death, and it kind of made the whole family sad. And my workplace at the time gave me uh, ten days paid leave. So I just sat there and played Skyrim and kind of like processed, you know, the matriarch of the family being gone and dealt with the funeral and stuff. And in a weird way, having this big giant fantasy world and arrow to the knee memes really made me help, uh, really got me through that. Okay. You got another one, Evan? Could Spawnwave do a part two to a PS5 controller mod, one adding clicky buttons, mouse click triggers, paddle mods or whatever? Probably. I don't really know if people are that interested in the ps5 controller buttons but i mean i could it's something that's completely possible with how they're set up inside and how much room is there between the button and the board um i think i've seen bob added clicky buttons to the switch pro controller as well so i don't know something to put on the list 
I also have a kit that like puts the back buttons on it and it doesn't look that hard to install. I know Max, you got that really cool controller there. This this has the clicky mod to it, but what's weird is that it had to lose the haptics. So I don't I don't have the oh. I, I can't have haptic triggers now, but they're just clicky. So it's like the second you click them, you shoot something. Oh, so there's no travel to them. Uh, yeah. So they're they're better at first person shooters. I kick everybody's ass, but they're uh I, you you can't in Spider Man you don't feel the webs anymore. Ah, uh, see I like that. That was that yeah, was oh, yeah. Spider Man. Uh, okay you got another one evan and i'll go over and look at some of the super chats have y'all heard about the spanish pokemon game mess in latin america apparently the translation isn't localized and has words in there that are very inappropriate for children and uh phrases oh. that just aren't understandable i did not know that the like what? pikachu used thunder nut and just weird right. made up shit apparently there's a latin american release of uh i guess maybe the most recent pokemon he doesn't say which one specifically but i guess the translations aren't good or something oh interesting i did not know that oh i didn't know. hear about that all right let me go over to some of the super chats here this is from the great saying love what you guys do on here the combos are always interesting and fun just got a series x after not having an xbox since three red rings what are some of the titles i've missed or just good grabs on game pass well, I'll tell you, I played the gunk for about two hours and it, it was it was very boring. So not that one. <laughs> you see my review on Twitter? I said it's a Twitch streamer game like yeah. where, you're, where you're playing the game and you're just interacting with the stream. And it's like, look at this person suck up some stuff. And it's an emotional experience, but there's no like mechanics built the into game, it outside. The of game's that. about four hours long. Yeah, it's uh, you can get through it in a sitting. It's not. A long yeah. game. The problem with it though is that I think visually it looks good with the environments, all this. There's just it's just not very interesting or fun, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't ever do much more than you see it's, in the first five minutes of the game. It's missing that Steam World Dig 2 type of like hook. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like when you played Steam World, like you were just kind of like like you can like with the fighting with the enemies, with the different type of upgrades that you would get and stuff, and which they have some of that in there, but it's just there's it seems like they really built that game with with twitch in mind like of people playing on twitch and interacting with their chat and emotional experience whatever yeah type of thing. i kind of moved on but it was like that yeah. sense of well at least i got it on game pass i guess and tried yeah. it and then I was that <laughs> to, the, to the the super chatter i say uh play all the gears of war games because i think gears of war has always been great but now on uh on series x they they made it optimized so a lot of the games run at like 100 fps and let me tell you, playing a fast shooter that has the active reload system and stuff, 100 FPS is freaking delicious with those games. Psychonauts mm -hmm. so right. 2, obviously, is a big, big one. Uh, one. Horizon 5. Um, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're coming from the Red Ring era, there's probably some really good back and pat games you can play, like Max said, with um, frame boosting. Like, I'm playing, like, Dead Space 2 and 3 right now, mm -hmm. getting that 60 fps lock and it's just like you said it's it's just yeah max is good yeah i will i will add this doesn't have a frame rate boost or anything but it's backwards compatible and that's a lost odyssey you can yep. play it there in 1080p and it just look it looks almost like a ps4 great. or ps4 like a ps4 or xbox one game the graphics in there are extremely well done so mm -hmm. uh, the art style is fantastic and you only need one disc so if you just find the first disc, it'll get you the whole... There's four discs on the 360. It was a pain in the ass to play back yep. then. 
but now it's so much better so yeah lost odyssey is a fantastic i call it like the real final fantasy 13 because i yep. think it's much better than final fantasy 13 <laughs> was it came out around the same time so it's made by the same people you know the original you know oh so, you know, and so there's a bunch of yakuza games on game pass right now for the yeah. time being they're leaving game pass at the end of this month but if you just want to try one to see if it's a series you'd be into i mean max obviously is really into it but yakuza zero is leaving at the end of this month i would download and just try it and see what you think then because there's a, a lot of game to play there that is octopath still on there too is octopath traveler still on? Octopath yeah that should still be on there yeah. undertale is on there which is strange yeah. and also a bunch of the random old final fantasies are on there so if mm -hmm. I, I recently played final fantasy 12 on my xbox series x like i mean seriously try those games out like play them now while they're they're free you know then we have paleo saying started replaying spider-man on my ps5 after seeing no way home the ps4 peter parker is still my favorite in recent years what's yours that's mine too yeah uh, i've been rereading a bunch of the comics and i feel like the comics are good but the spider-man comics are so sloppy sometimes peter parker like beats people to death it's like he's really angry i was reading a comic recently where peter parker threatens a guy in an er he like threatens to beat up a doctor and says do you know who i am i'm peter fucking parker real <laughs> cringe i'm glad that the the ps4 spider-man he's a real good guy but Voxel says, beat Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers last week. Got to be one of the best gaming experiences I've had in a while. Also, what's the best way to play Final Fantasy XIII? Probably on the Xbox. So they did Xbox. like a bunch of actual like extra work to it. It's on Game Pass, but mm -hmm. they did like they upscaled it. It has auto HDR and all this stuff. So mm -hmm. that's probably the best place to play Xbox game. Series X or S, either one faster loading and everything. It's very good to play it on there. Day says, can Breath of the Wild 2 really reinvent the reinvent the genre again? Lightning doesn't strike tw twice, right? Can't that's wait a, either way. That's a good question. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't think so, but it's still going to be magnificent, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's going to be Majora's Mask. It's going to be, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting that that whole mechanic of going through walls and stuff, that... I could see some seriously good puzzles being done with that in Shrines, so... I And also, we don't even know how the world is going to be done we we're envisioning breath of the wild but what if they decide to take it in a whole different direction what if we have just actual dungeons again yeah Ooh. you can see yeah. you can see that there's sky areas there's clear areas and like locations that you can go in the sky it seems like he's underground link is underground as well when he's fighting that one enemy it also looks like you can dual dual wield in the game you know, with that, from what we've seen there. And Can it also do does seem shields. like they're going to add in quite a number of other mechanics with like the Sheikah Slate is not in his arm and all that. So, I mean, and like there's something going on with his face and like the tattoo that he has on himself. So there's there's quite a number of things. I don't know if they'll reinvent things, but it's damn, it's going to be a lot of cool. It looks stuff like there's there. going to be a lot of verticality. So rather than just being for the most part on one level, you know, it, maybe we'll be going, like you said, underground to the sky and it, maybe it's mm. all seamless. Yeah, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? If you could actually skydive from the sky all the way down to the ground, and you just basically go between everything. The whole the the whole Lamillion thing that he can do though is freaking yeah. incredible. That just looks like it's going to be so much fun to solve puzzles or to do stuff with that. I I do seriously think this is going to be a Majora's Mask situation where they're going to take the established rules, twist them up, and then make mm. a new story out of it. So I don't mm. I don't think that this is going to be like quite at the caliber of Breath of the Wild, but I just mean that because Breath of the Wild is like one of the best games maybe ever. Well, that's just such a departure for the series. Yeah. Now we're like, okay, we we're expecting it. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's going to be a better game, but it's sure. just not going to have that that holy shit factor because. Yeah. 
I mean, Breath of the Wild was was just one of those moments in video games that just, you know, just blew you away. This one's going to be, I feel like they're just going to tweak the game um, where it needs to be, like what OJ said, plus adding dungeons and things like that. I feel like they're going to do an, add enough variation and variety to this one where it's going to be the better overall game. But um, as, as, you know, to the original Super Chat question, it's not going to, you know, have that, oh my God, you know, yeah. you know, MVG, you know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess, you know? They're not direct yeah. right, right after, but like Ocarina of Time was like, the whole, oh my gosh, Twilight Princess does everything better than in terms of how it runs, a lot of different stuff, gameplay sure. mechanics. It's better, but nobody sees Twilight Princess as that, oh my gosh, you know, but it's for the most part, it does everything better. I mean, that could be the situation here, you know? This is from Dragoon saying, in relation to the new Dragon Ball movie trailer that came out, do you think there will be a new Dragon Ball game coming out next year? There is. I hope so. Breakers. Breakers, yeah. Something better than Breakers. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, I played Breakers. I didn't hate it. Something tells it's me like we're a, just getting more Xenoverse DLC or, or Kakarot DLC. What type of game could they make, though? Because Kakarot just came out not too long ago. I mean, they could make a follow up to that. Um, Dragon just, Ball Fighters, that's, I guess it's on its way out, right? They could just do, do the it. classic uh, anime game thing where they just make the same anime game with different skins for the characters. Do, and... do, if they're doing these weird, why are you doing a spinoff like Breakers? All right. Do the sequel to Attack of the Saiyans. All right. Yes. Call it Legend of the Super Saiyan and just cover the Namek saga. Yeah, dude, that would be that would be fantastic if they did like a turn based. Yes. I mean, but I think people just maybe don't want to play that. That just is hard. A hard I want to play like it. A, they just make it for I, me. I, I, well, I know you would, That's but a turn based <laughs> Dragon Ball Z game just seems like a tough sell to spend a lot of money yeah, for people out there. You know, you see what I'm saying? But no, John, yeah. trust me. Yeah, I want I want that's the best Dragon Ball Z game. To me, that's like that's my favorite one is Attack of the Saints. It's really good. It's really it's good. Freaking so. incredible. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, and if it was made by Monolith Soft, that would even be like the I think I might That'd be faint. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might faint live if that ever happened. I mean, but, you know. This is from Faye saying Square could rent server space, surely, from Microsoft, have it on Game Pass, and lend us X amount of servers. Love you all. I don't know. Square's going to have to do something. Maybe they do have to make a deal or something. I'm not sure how all that works in the in the background with those kind of deals. This is from Yum saying Shout out, happy birthday, Anna Dominique Falcon. That's a a cool name. I had a cool name like that. Jeez. Venom says it's unrelated to the topic, but I'm just happy the Bleach anime is coming back after 10 years. It's trending number seven on YouTube. Yes, Bleach is back. I watched that whole series when I was in college and I love Bleach. So it's so good to see Bleach coming back. Is that a remake or are they just continuing it? Continuation? Cool. Yeah. Back. PM says, is the GameStop pre-owned deal worth it? Hesitant as I don't want to receive only the disc or bad quality games. Then ask our Steelbooks worth it for the games. Steelbooks are pretty cool just to have them. But GameStop is a roll of the dice. That's the only problem. Yeah, I'll tell you that now. The, it's luck of the draw. Sometimes you'll yeah. be lucky and get like a minty copy of something. Usually you just get the disc. And you want to go into the, if anything, go to the store. Because then if they don't have the case, you can just leave. <laughs> I, I got a video it. coming. I got the crustiest copy. Of Breath oh. of the Wild. So wait, man. oh man, it, it was. I don't trust GameStop. All. <laughs> no, I wouldn't trust them, dude. Joe says, uh, Japanese gamers have been angry at Sony for things like censoring third-party games, switching uh, a cross and, and circle for PS5. Do you think that's contributing to the PS5 sales woes in Japan? 
No, I, I just think I just think Sony's priorities are U.S., Europe, Japan, and just yep. it hasn't yep. enough hasn't trickled down to Japan for Sony to to feel good about that yet. So yeah, they're just focusing on the markets that they feel that they're going to do best in. I mean, they tried with their Sony Japan studio, didn't work out. So yeah, so it is what it is, you know, at this point. Luxian says facial expression animations will be set to a thousand percent in the next Mass Effect. There we go. I'm ready for it, just to make up for it. <laughs> I'm ready for the Unreal Engine 5 Mass Effect. Let's do it. I've changed my mind. It's okay. George is like usual. <laughs> Expect for Spoken and Final Fantasy 16 to bomb. Dragon Quest 12 can't save the PS5. Oh, because of the, the, the sales in Japan right now. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Final no. Fantasy 16 is going to do well just because it's, I mean, 15 did did well enough. I don't know. It's just there. Final They're, Fantasy sells the most here in America. Yeah, so I would say that Final Fantasy has shifted more and more towards the Western audience anyway. This I point, mean, so. Final Fantasy 15 did do well at launch for Japan. It did really well. Um, Dragon Quest did really well at launch. But yeah, the residual sales are something of concern because PlayStation's brand is not as strong as it was. But I mean, the sales are going to be huge here in America and Europe for mm -hmm. Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Boot says got a Series X, 0% interest six days after ordering. Oh, okay. Nice. Good deal. Let's see. Demi Crow says, anyone play Yuji Naka's new mobile game? I have not. Nope. <laughs> I saw play? it on Twitter. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> Did it real? Oh, wow. He already put I thought he was talking about working on it. He already put it out? It's just like, some like weird. It's like what are those little dice that have all those? It looks like it's like a I forgot what type of dice it is. It's not like normal cube dice, but they're like really weird looking dice for certain board games. Interesting. Um, okay. And a bunch like of different like colors, D20s like a stuff? fifty, yeah, like a fifty-sided die or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. those really weird looking ones. It's like that, and then like you play on like a board, and like it's something like that. I did see it on Twitter, but I didn't download it. I guess it's like a mobile game or something like Android. Should have done Bellin too. Let's go to uh, let's go to our Splinter Cell. Let me actually let me <sighs> exit right here. Uh, all I right, Max. A, a Witcher party. Much love, everybody. Good talking and right. uh, happy Christmas, we'll all. But just happy Christmas to chat since we're pre-recording next uh, week. But all right, Merry Christmas, Max. Good. 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 Max. Max is gonna have, sorry, Max is gonna have Witcher sex right now. I'm almost <laughs> positive that's just something. <laughs> 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 let's go let's go to let's go to splinter cell because this is a it was kind of a, it felt like a random announcement i don't know if that was just me they just showed up and they were like hey we're remaking splinter cell like the original one from 2002 Let, let's be honest they announced it because they got completely dragged after the nft <laughs> and, and they're like push that press release push it yep 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 exactly we need some good press Mo was like we need some good press <laughs> <laughs> get, get the splinter cell <laughs> but because the, they've been talking about it for a while just like uh maybe we could do something with splinter cell i don't know maybe and then they just randomly showed up and they were like yeah we're doing splinter cell it's a remake and they had a trailer and it was just footage of the original splinter cell they didn't even have anything to really show other than like the what the shot of the three green lights and they're like we're working on it it's gonna be a prince of persia remake type thing no well okay so this i think is gonna go over a bit better I, I think the prince of persia studio was a bit overwhelmed and under budget for the most part based on what everyone was saying and this looks like they're putting one of their more talented studios on it mm. uh that being ubisoft uh toronto 
So it's, and it's going to be more like a uh, like maybe Twin Snakes type of thing, like where they completely redo the whole thing. And yeah, right? this is uh, this is the studio who did Far Cry six and Far Cry six is good, except for the Ubisoft factor that's added in, which is the open world with 10,000 points. If it's not for that, it's mechanically sound. The shooting element is good and it has full co-op, which is something that Halo Infinite has not been able to get right yet in an open world game like they managed to do all of that. Um, the only thing that was a little weird is the character models felt off looking at them, but it's an open world game. Whereas this game apparently is going to be more linear. It's not going to be an open world splinter cell. It's going to follow the formula that's already been laid. Yeah. And I think that's, that you bring up a good point because I'm, you know, we heard that it's the, the studio or the team that did Far Cry 6. So everyone's assuming it's going to be, uh, you know, an open world Splinter Cell game with all sorts of waypoints on a map. But it's going to just be a, a remake of the first game, which I think is, it's a good place to start, right? I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to attempt to bring back Splinter Cell to a modern audience, because it's one of those games where it's it's beloved by by so many people, but it's also in a lot of danger of just becoming irrelevant, you know, in 2021 and beyond, right? Like it's one of those games where, you know, we want it to come back, but the average person probably doesn't even care, you know? So I think, I think the way that they're approaching this, at least based on what we've, they've told us is the right, a right approach, giving it the, the snowdrop engine and, you know, giving it um, those enhancements that it needs. But honestly, I mean, how far away is this game? It's probably three years out at least. I think it's three years out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little while. It is, uh, it is, I think, coming at a good time, though. Like you said, I, I was looking, I did a poll because I like to do this with some of these games when they get these announcements or ones I think could get announced. 59% of the 62,000 people polled said they have not played the original Spinner Cell before. I, that does not surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because, I mean, it's, like I said, it's been such a long time um since the that game almost came 20 out. years ago yeah almost 20, it's crazy 20 years ago or so splinter cell started and it was announced before that because obviously they're running magazine ads and all this stuff they had a deal with microsoft to get on the xbox first then it went to like the ps2 and all of this but yeah 20 years ago splinter cell was coming about that's it's so weird to think it's been two decades since splinter cell but that just means newer gamers have cycled in and they didn't play games back then maybe the ps4 was their first system for example you know uh so that would be a brand new experience to them but you can't put that splinter cell in front of them from back then it just even if you did a little remaster it's just if you really want to have splinter cell like if you want to give it a shot you gotta read you gotta remake that thing in snowdrop yeah i agree but but this one could be so much more i'm not it could be so much ep more epic because like think about like the ray tracing this can when we can finally see what ray tracing is all about right because yeah. that was what the game was all about like the light and the shadows and everything so this could be finally the game where it's like hey if the ray tracing here this really makes a huge difference in the experience i was a big fan of the original splinter cell i got it well i rented it. I, I couldn't afford it at the time but i rented it multiple times and beat it I thought it was fantastic. I beat it on multiple systems too. I played it on everything. I thought it was so good because I love Metal Gear. So yeah, I'm excited for it. But at the same time, it's like, wait a minute. Then what MVG says comes crashing down. It's like, I, this game's <laughs> not coming for like, you know, years. Yeah, so it's, like, it's going to be a bit like yeah. they, they might show it like at E3 forward, like an actual trailer or something. Maybe they have some early footage they can show, but it's going to be a it's going to be a while. I think MVG might be right with about three years. 
maybe they're lucky for holiday 2023 but i don't know that's i guess the one benefit is they don't have to create a a brand new game concept uh story all it's already there so i mean if they can build off it and if they get experience with splinter cell in the snowdrop engine might make development for the next splinter cell if they decide to green light it like a bit easier as well they have a huge uphill battle you know to to one get this game done and then really market it well and and have it sell a lot of copies when it comes out i mean if they because every year i feel like people ask for a splinter cell game going back to the launch of like the xbox one right in 2013 and the ps4 we've always wanted another splinter cell game and it's just never come and i feel like they should have just done this a couple of years ago three years ago started working on this game because yep i think you know Maybe, maybe not this year, but like maybe next year or the year after would be a really good time to drop a new Splinter Cell game. Now they're kind of behind the eight ball, right? They're going to be in the middle of this generation. And who knows, you know, what they're going to be up against uh, when when this game comes out. It could be the big Microsoft games that, you know, are in development like Perfect Dark and Fable. I mean, it, it really it really makes me feel like they're under a lot of pressure. On, that on would be one. weird to think about that. That'd be we'd be in like 2023 or 2024 or whatever. And it's like up here, Splinter Cell versus perfect dark. It'd be like, we're back in like the, the yep. late nineties and like early two thousands. <laughs> that, that, that'd be interesting to see that. Happen All we again. need is siphon filter just to kind of round out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sony needs to get on that. Let's go. Let's go Sony. Let's get that let's done. Do let's, get, let's get that done. You know what? I am hopeful about this. My, my concern is if they try to make a brand new Splinter Cell game, what they do to that, at least the groundwork's already been laid here. Uh, I, it is interesting that the, the original one, I guess chaos theory was, I guess that looks good enough for a lot of people. So they're like, eh, it doesn't really need the remake treatment. Let's start with, let's start with the original one. And we'll go from yeah, there. They have to go back to the basics. They have to just go back to the original. If they're going to do this, you can't, it's been so long. You can't go to chaos theory, right? You'd have to start. Yeah. The thing, the thing yeah. I liked about chaos theory is they had that multiplayer that really, I, I think they really figured out then, which was spies versus mercenaries. Yeah. And unfortunately I don't, I don't think they're going to do, I mean, they could, they could do a gameplay with it or a game element. So it's like multiplayer, but I think they're just going to go straight up single player with this. And I almost wonder then like the original splinter cell is like a super long game. So I wonder if they're going to add extra stuff in to pad it out a little bit. Uh, they're used to making something like a Far Cry 6 that takes forever to beat. So I, it's going to be maybe a little weird. Hey, maybe that means they get this one done faster because they're used to making something like a Far Cry 6. I don't know. It really depends, doesn't it? I mean, it just depends on the budget that this team gets. Because, like, again, it's only just the announcement, so we don't really know. But we don't know how many developers are on this on this project. Yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, Jordan mentioned Prince of Persia. I, look, it's not going to be Prince of Persia, but what if it's like you know a a team maybe a little bigger than that and a budget larger than that but not substantially so i do wonder what kind of game this is going to end up being i I mean i think it's going to be triple a with with the appropriate budget and and team but it really could be anything so i don't necessarily know if it's going to be longer than the original i part of me feels like they're going to condense it maybe cut some of the fat from the original game because it was quite a long game when it came out back in the day if you recall mm-hmm. yeah it'll be i'm I, like i said i'm more concerned about what they do with a, a an original splinter self they try to push it to open world and all of this but i guess we'll find out when this one 
comes yeah. out 2023 2024 i'm, I'm excited though because like if they if they pull this off um because i i like when splinter Cell came out on the og xbox remember how incredible that game looked it was the, pretty it was pretty ridiculous the shadows and the and the the light you had the, through they the, had the shot of the fan spinning and it was like yeah, the light was man. coming through like this is insane i've I mean, never seen this rid- before you know ridiculous shadow shadow and lighting um tech you know even back in 2003 whenever the game came out 2004 um now with you know modern engine technology um potentially the ability to add ray tracing in this game i don't know if they will hopefully they do a split um, jump yeah jump the whole way. <laughs> all that stuff really could look incredible so uh, i am i am interested to see you know yeah but i mean it's going to be three years before we probably see the game let's be honest I hope they surprise us and it's like two years from now. Like we're playing it in like holiday 2023. <laughs> I guess if it has no multiplayer, I think that's one way that, you know, they can is it is it the full 70 then? Because this is probably going to be a next gen game, right? It's not going to be. It can't gen. It's not going to be on. Uh, it's not going to be on. We assume Xbox One or PS4 if it's to say two years at the earliest from now. Like those oh, will be long retired. Yeah. <laughs> I does not have the clout anymore to go with 70. I, I just think I mean. I think I might if it's a super good game, I might pay 70 for it. But do you guys really think that PlayStation Xbox like for 70 for Splinter Cell for a remake? That might mm. be that might be death for the game nope. if they do that. That'll be tough. I don't I don't know how they price that thing. That's 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 where we're 60. in this weird situation now, because it'd be easier for them to be like at ah, 60, whatever. But that 70, that ten dollars does kind of make people stop for a minute and think a bit like oh, oh, it, it definitely okay, they have to they have to pick their battles it's either 70 dollar ubisoft games or nfts so <laughs> you know pick your poison here if, they, if you let them do the nfts hey maybe they'll go back down to 60 we don't know i compare this to like the dead space remake like mm. I, this kind of feels the same as that right mm. like Although this one seems like it's a f- f- much further away away than Dead Space, which, you know, I don't know how long that, that's going to be, maybe another two years, but whatever. Whatever Dead Space kind of prices their game at, I feel like Splinter Cell would, would kind of follow suit. So maybe mm-hmm. the $50 price point for yeah. a game like that. It would be a slam dunk because it's like, okay, let me just let me just get it, you know? At 50 it's just, let me just get it, you know? But yeah. That'd, yeah, be, that'd be a fun playthrough, even on like stream stream actually going through that game. Oh, that'd be a good time. <clears throat> absolutely. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. People don't realize how good Splinter Cell is because we haven't had a good Splinter Cell in I mean, when was the last time that people said, they, okay, they really they went big time oh. action on that. And that was the problem. They got away from what made Splinter Cell Splinter Cell back in the day, which was like you stealthed around. You were still this one man army, basically, but it was all about getting in and out without necessarily uh, setting off alarms and like letting everyone know what you're doing. And like, uh, Chaos Theory is the last time I remember. I was like, "This is incredible!" Yeah. Like, this is. I, I liked Blacklist. I didn't think Blacklist it was, was bad. Yeah, I, I yeah, but good. like the thing with Chaos Theory that I I still remember is when I got on the original Xbox, had like bump mapping on the ground, and it looked crazy. Like if yeah. if you compared it to a PS2 version of it or GameCube, it looked way different. Yeah, and it was that next. It was almost like that next gen, but during the current gen moment, where I'm like, "Wow, the Xbox is a lot more capable than I realized compared to these other systems," um, but. That's I feel like that's the last time I felt like Splinter Cell was like really Splinter Cell. That, that's true. I didn't I didn't get that feeling with Blacklist. I just felt like, OK, well, it's a new Splinter Cell, you know, and I'm going to play it because it's Splinter Cell. 
you know, but then there was some some mess ups in between. You know, there was double agent. There was some like, yeah, where they jacked some things up at times too. You know, in between, so it's it's been rough for the past. I mean, you climb up the lighthouse right in the beginning. It's raining. Mm. You pull the guy out over the ledge. Oh man, that's yeah. just like those moments that's just stick moment. with you. Yeah. I don't like all of them. Like even double agent, I thought was fine. I mean, it wasn't the best in the series, but there's there's a charm about all those games. Um, but oh, for me, man. I would say Chaos Theory is probably the Pandora Tomorrow, where you're sneaking up the train, and oh mm-hmm. man, yep. those yep. days. Yeah. Some good stuff, yeah, and hopefully, man. and I don't know if Michael Ironside will be involved in this remake, but hopefully they do have his voice in this game because he is Sam Fisher. Yeah. So hopefully, Ubisoft get Michael Ironside. You got to get him. You can't have a different voice for the original. <laughs> so like maybe for like a new one, maybe there's somebody different because it's he's older or whatever, although he's kind of already old in the, the, the latest ones. But whatever. They, or maybe they have a new they have a new Sam Fisher. Somebody else become, mm. you know, the person. But yeah, I agree. Like for the original, you have to have you have to have his voice. It was, it was so good at the time. So good. Chris Pratt. There you go. He's, he's, he's probably, you know, what? that so might cool. happen. Dude. That might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, we got Discord questions over there. Since we're kind of talking about Ubisoft, what is the last Ubisoft game you really liked? Oh, well, Mario plus Rabbids was the last game that um, I really liked. That's that I liked or that I played because I played Far Cry Six. That, that, you, that you liked. Like, that you liked. I would say Mario versus Rabbids, or maybe Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I thought was pretty good. Odyssey was Odyssey was all right. Yeah. I tried Odyssey and I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't. I, I, just, many, I, I just can't do it. But yeah, as many hours as I put into Valhalla, MVG knows <laughs> that as well. He put the same. Um, yeah, Odyssey hands down was I think the last yeah. time I played an Ubisoft game where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really into this. It might be Odyssey then, because like I guess at Far Cry Six, I felt like I just kind of slept walked through a lot of it. Yeah. I didn't even bother. It was the first like Far Cry and release. I I went. Eh. Yeah, I liked six more than five. I will say that. When did oh, let's say Rayman, Rayman Legends is way before all that. I think Rayman like, Legends was oh, Phoenix, Phoenix was Rising good. as well. That was actually Phoenix Rising wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, Phoenix, you know what? Phoenix, I like the Mortals. I, I think Immortals. Hmm. Immortals was good because it was a more condensed Ubisoft open world game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Maybe that. Yeah. I think that I'll go with that because that came out like the same time as Valhalla and yeah. uh, Immortals took me away from Valhalla. I did it. like it more than Valhalla. I will say that. Yeah, I played yeah. it. You didn't play Immortals. I have, oh, a, still, I have you a might still, have a still PS5 copy. I might actually might, play it next week because I've got some time off. So it's funny. Right. Like that, I think you'll like that game, MVG. I think it's a better. I think I think it's more enjoyable. I'll say Valhalla. It's it's more condensed. Like it's not. It's like twenty or twenty five hours or something. Mm. Doesn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I, I I enjoyed that one. You know that's what I'll go with. I liked that one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. What else we got, Evan? With all the Sonic Collection games that have come out throughout the years, the one game I feel that has been left out is Knuckles Chaotix. Do you think Sega will ever re-release it again for modern systems? Maybe. They, why haven't they? That's a good. Wait, hold on. They haven't. I'm trying to think. Will Sonic not, Adventure Two ever get released? Yeah, really. Sonic I don't Adventure know. One. This just blows my mind. Why don't they just do a Child Gardens? Or a collection that has Adventure One, Two, and then Chaotix. There you go. Throw it all in there. Maybe you know, you know why? Let me tell you the real reason why they haven't done One and Two. Because the game they don't want to shatter people's fake illusion of the games being good. That's the thing that they don't. They know that these games aren't well, that every, great. That's every Sonic game. But I <laughs> and think that's if, the reason why they release everything else. They release all their old school wait, stuff. Jordan, that's have, good. You ever played, have you ever played Sonic Adventure Two? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, I thought yeah. you said you. Okay, okay, okay. Um, here's here's a hey Sega. Free idea, free, free money making idea. 
this is great. And we know we all have phones, right? So what if <laughs> since they're just not doing stuff with the Chow Garden, if they just made an app game that's just you taking care of the Chows in the Chow Garden, you can upgrade them and do mini games with them and 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 play online with people and, and show off your That would your actually chows. make a lot of money, I bet. That, that would be huge for Sega. Idea, yeah. Why is this not done yet? I And I'm not for this usually, but I would drop hella money on that game. I think okay? that would make a stupid amount of money, actually, if they did that, like Chow Garden on your phone. I'm Chow Garden on the phone and Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 Remake. I no, think we, don't, those... we don't need those. We could just keep the Chow Garden. Remake, remake Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. They, it would need to be a remake or a really nice remaster of those games that actually fix all the issues. That would be great. And take out, take out the, the, the boring parts of some of those games. <laughs> Make them fun somehow. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Sonic Adventure the 1 Chow and 2. Garden. And Chow Garden. And Jordan's uh, Chow Garden. That's all I want. What else you got, Evan? Uh, between the upcoming WB games that are Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, and Har. Or uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which one are you most looking forward to? I haven't seen anything from Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, that disappeared, I guess. Gotham to me, man. That, that's the game. Gotham Knights, yeah, I guess out of the choices. I think I'm more interested in going through the story of Suicide Squad, but I still don't mm. exactly know how that game is going to like, work. Looks like <laughs> I still don't multi- know what's going on. It either looks like a multiplayer co-op just with superpowers, or you have to actually switch between characters while everyone's fighting. Like that. Maybe that's what it is. I, that's what I mean. I don't think anyone really knows what we're looking at. It looks here like right a game. It, they did say it's games as a service. I thought they did confirm it, that. And if that it is it games as a service, this might too. actually be a lot closer to the Marvel Avengers game, but possibly actually well designed. Oh. Yeah, My, good. That's what I'm thinking. Say, like Avengers were good. Yeah, Avengers were good. I, I, the reason I'm so interested in that is because they're supposed to be like taking out all the members of the Justice League, and I have no idea how they're going to do that at all. So that that's what, how are they going to take out Superman or Flash or apparently it looked like Wonder Woman was even fighting on their side at one point. So they're, gonna, like, they're just going to do. Didn't you see Invincible? That's what they're going to do. They're just going to do that. Or they're just going to fix them or something like, oh, now they're not under the brain control anymore. Now they're good. Uh, good. Guys. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. It looked uh, it was all over the place. I just I need to see how the level structure is going to work. Do we invite people in for a friends list and they fight with us? I, these are all things I'm I, I'm not sure. Rock, Rocksteady's good, though. So chances are, I mean, even if the structure is not good, the gameplay is going to be like that's, fun. It's going to be like, you know, and, and that's the other reason I'm so interested because it's Rocksteady. So yeah, they're also into the lore. So, I mean, there's that whole thing where Batman had a list of how he would defeat every individual uh, Justice yeah. League member. So maybe they get their hands on it because I think Deathstroke got his hands on it at some point like yeah it, it could involve some stuff like that the, the the gotham knights though that game just to me i mean obviously you have you have the batgirls you, she's playable you know you're gonna have robin like it just seems like i love the arkham asylum games i mm-hmm. love those games so much and seeing that again actually having a dope you know batman game again i i miss that you know i miss I don't a really multiplayer they have you know, RPG elements yeah. tied into it yeah I'm just, I'm curious, the, I'm curious how that's going to work with the co-op stuff, but yeah, I, that's what I I'm going to pick up as well and play through it because it, I, I do enjoy those games. And uh, it's not Rocksteady too, so that also makes me pause just a little bit. Rocksteady's making the Suicide Squad game, like you know, so that is Who's also doing, wait, a little this bit. Is, the studio for this is uh, they did Arkham or- Origins. Am I thinking right? Or am I wrong? Hold on. Who is making? Who's making I, this one? Gotham Knights. The nice. one that I don't like the, the, out of that original one. I got to double I have WB to double check. Montreal? Is it WB if Montreal? It's Montreal doing it. I might be I'm wrong. Sure it uh it is it's WB Games Montreal. Yep. Yeah. Yes, they did Batman Arkham Origins. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So they're doing they're doing that one. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's okay. Arkham Origins, it's not terrible. It's just 
not, you know, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Hey, like Arkham you know City. <laughs> They're getting a lot of time with this one, though. They even delayed it out to make sure yeah. it's, it's, it's I, good. So I was so we'll happy. See. I was when they delayed it. I was like, "Thank God they delayed it." Good. I was happy. If they want to delay it again, I want this to be the return because Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are like top five Xbox 360 games that I played in that generation. So just delay it, make it good. I don't care. Just make it good. You know. What do you got, Evan? Uh, Someone's been collecting PSP games this year and noticed that certain copies of games have holes punched in their barcodes. He's noticed it from both factory and sealed copies, and he's wondering if anybody has any idea why that's the case. I remember this when we would get trade-ins on them because we couldn't scan the barcode and I'd get really annoyed. And I don't know why that, I don't think we ever figured out why that happened. I don't know if that was like, they were part of bundles. Like you'd get a PSP and it was in there or, or, or company or like Walmart or Target did bundle deals or something. I'm not sure why they have hole punches in the barcodes. Maybe somebody in the chat knows, but I, I would see that. And, and I'd be like, oh, I got to type it into the computer to look up the game itself now. I've heard a similar story with the OG Xbox and 360 games. So Microsoft at their um, HQ ha- have a, a store, right? Where you can buy, um, you can buy, you know, Microsoft products and you could buy um, games from, from, from that store. And for some reason, I believe, and I could be wrong, someone's going to correct me, but I believe all the games came hole punched um i don't really know the reason why they they did that so if anyone has any some people are saying review copies and others are saying promo copies i a bit see that's the i mean maybe but the problem is with those they wouldn't play on a retail system they would play on a test kit right like Mm. you would need you would need special hardware to play uh, those copies most likely but i could be wrong i don't know Hmm, interesting okay Interesting. Uh, we got another one, Evan? Yeah, we still got a few left. Do you think okay, sure. the release and praise of the analog pocket will cause further price increases for Game Boy and GBA games, even the ones that aren't usually sought after? Uh, go ahead, John. Hmm. I was going to say that the analog pocket is already being marked up heavily on eBay. Uh, I think you're going to see more of a push towards like EverDrives or something like that even. Well, no, but, but they, the games themselves, like yeah. the actual market for the games. I could, I mean, they play physical games, but I mean, to be honest, after what I saw happen with the Super NT and the Mega NT or whatever, the Genesis one, people just figure out how to play these games off of an SD card. Yeah, plus the price of Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and Game Boy Color games right now are stupid expensive anyway. I don't really think it's going to influence prices going higher. I just think those prices are already pretty high anyway. So yeah, I, I don't know. I hope not. That's what I'm saying. I hope it doesn't get any higher than they already are. Everything's just expensive. Metroid Fusion went up to like almost a hundred bucks at one point. It was crazy. Yes, I have a couple. So, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's um, I it's a cool system I, though. I do wish I never opened it though. Oh, you? When did you open it? Oh no no I, last I, year. I, no no no. I've had I've had <laughs> I, I bought Fusion when it came out, but I kind of uh, wish I kept it sealed. You can go to the next. You can go to the next one, Evan. Uh, let's see what is the i don't really understand what what is the biggest mistake you've ever accidentally left in a video game mistake in yeah. a video game they said left in a video game i i don't know if they mean ever like took part in i don't know why they they said left like like found in a game Maybe. oh like a mistake left in a game well we played gta trilogy a, a little while ago that was a pretty uh, big mistake yeah, yeah. 
there's a lot of stuff going on in there <laughs> i mean booting up cyberpunk was probably the biggest mistake i ever made oh man um, <laughs> finishing cyberpunk maybe it was a mistake i made uh oh, i don't know uh mistake in a game i i sure we'll go to cyberpunk you can just kind of spin around and point you'll probably hit something i mean if it's just if they're talking about bugs in games um mm -hmm. I've experienced quite a few on in many games over the years, but one that always comes to mind is when I was playing one of the early Assassin's Creed games. I think it was the one that was based in London with the brother and the sister. I can't remember what it was called. Um, Unity? It, it was the one after Unity, I think. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I got caught in, in a death loop where like every time... You think it's Syndicate? Game, yeah, it was Syndicate. That's the one. Um, I was in a death loop. So I was trying to... I was running after someone... And I, I failed to catch them. So then you get the fail, you know, it, it the, the, the game kind of ends or, and it says, you know, you failed to catch the person, start over. And the game was just in this like loop of, of like this death loop. And I couldn't get out of it. Like so you, you got I, hard locked or was it just like the end was just constantly replying over and over? It just kept replying over and over. And ah. There's nothing I could do. And I got onto Ubisoft support, which is not something I, I do very often, I, I assure you. And I said, this game is broken and they're like yeah we're looking at it and they never fixed it oh that was <laughs> <And> that <laughs> that was that yeah another one Evan. <laughs> uh for switch fans the amount of games that were revealed at the game awards that will not be coming to the platform was confronting thoughts games not oh games not coming to the platform yeah i guess there weren't a lot of switch reveals at yeah, the game awards I, and that seemed I, to annoy I, some I people i expected it I expected it because a lot of these developers, they're not going to sit there and make games on the power of Nintendo Switch. They're going to make games to where they feel that they're going to sell uh, more so than anything. So I've been saying that for the past. Yeah, and a lot of these that games that they're miss out on a ton of those. A lot of the games they're showing now, too, aren't coming out for like two or three years. There are several yeah. of them. And it's like, I mean, by then there might even just be a new Switch out. But I feel like a lot of developers are going to be targeting the PS5 and the Xbox Series X now going forward. Mm -hmm. and you're going to get anything that we're going to get it's going to be like announced at directs right there's going to be third-party games there's going to be certain games but those are going to be made for directs those are going to be made to to highlight that certain like to shoot for that certain audience you know uh, more I, so than I anything a, i have a conspiracy theory about this so mm -hmm. nice. the game awards is at the microsoft theater so uh, I, feel like, I feel like microsoft gets first choice first pick on what they can show and the time of the awards are, are you serious are you serious I, uh, dude conspiracy theory all the way i'm putting my tinfoil hat on right i thought you were joking at first <laughs> i feel like i feel like nintendo and sony um like they they want to control they want to control the marketing around their games right so to oj's point you know the best way to do that is to do it in a direct i don't feel like they necessarily put too much stock into the game awards sure they'll they'll have one cool thing maybe that they can show but i feel like both companies don't really value like they want to just control the the messaging and the marketing around all their games so i i wouldn't worry too much about what was not at the game awards for nintendo mm. I mean, I think I think they're trying to say though is that uh, Evan says confronting is that the the switch still isn't uh, like a default choice for a game from developers, despite its high sales volume. Mm. Yeah, but that was the same as the Wii. You know that 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 does not matter to them, which you know, which is just that's just the way it is. Like if you want those games, that you're going to have to go to where the developers are going to make them, and Switch is just 
it's not that system for that you know what's weird it's, is that the wii still had like a call of duty game yeah the wii the wii did have a, had yeah, more, a couple yeah, of and them, the right? wii u had two and metal of honor had, as well and yeah, the wii those servers are still up you can still play online oh, there you go. yeah yeah, I, you can still play Call of Duty games on the Wii U online as well. I have a feeling Activision has tried to do things with Call of Duty on the Switch. That's my thought, and it's just they haven't been able to make it work. That's my assumption. I don't know if that actually. I think they don't. I don't. I think they don't give a damn. I, I feel like they they've care. tried a little bit to of make it work. Also, like uh, somebody there maybe tried to do Warzone or something on it. Yeah, I've also heard that with the most recent game, it's it's apparently a huge buggy mess. People keep bringing it up, and like my mentions on twitter and stuff is I that, see that they patch it and it just breaks everything and they're just not the new really call of duty yeah. vanguard i just don't think that many people care about vanguard right now which is weird because it did well and i mean i kind of expect it to do well with mps but like i just don't see a lot of people talking about vanguard i don't know yeah it sucks i mean you will see though um more japanese developers you know move things over so that will happen they pretty much have to <laughs> yeah they pretty much have to at this point so you will see that but when it comes to what the Western developers are doing, it's a, it's a whole different thing. So, I mean, it's upsetting definitely for some, but at the same time, you know, it is what it is. That's yeah. just the way it is. And, you know, maybe there'll be a new system that comes out and maybe some developers will put on that for Nintendo. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, another uh, should, question, be, should be the last one. Besides okay. marketing purposes and early teasers, why do you think video game companies nowadays often release CGI trailers with no actual gameplay first? Uh, judging from Pipe. people's, I mean, yeah, it's pipeline, but it's it's just the con. It's but, because they don't have their their gameplay polished to the point where it'll it'll stand up to people zooming in a thousand percent on Twitter. I mean, they they even do this behind the scenes when they're pitching to uh, investors and stuff. We, we were talking to a developer a long time ago, and he was bringing up that even in investor meetings, they'll show something that looks like a game, but it's all CGI pre-existing stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a way to try to get that stuff out there, I guess. Yeah, it's marketing. They just want to get their ideas out there in visual form and be like, this is what we got. This is what we want to do. And then obviously it's not going to look as good as CGI. But I mean, yeah, at this point, you can show off a chair that looks incredible like that Hellblade 2 and people still zoom in and try to pick like the blurriest frame and then run around with it. it it's such a strange thing out there now. Uh, so I, I honestly think at times the studios just don't have what they feel Feel like is public like ready and they just come up with a cgi trailer to at least put the title out there i also think though that it's a lot harder to pull off a compelling gameplay trailer as well i mean look sure. at halo last year that was obviously critically panned yeah for yeah being, you're right like the i thought the gameplay was was great mm -hmm. but obviously you know it was very very rough right so I think it's very difficult to to pull off a good gameplay trailer. You have to really kind of nail it, um, yep. you know, the, the 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 aesthetics and and you have to time it very well. Like the some of the Horizon Forbidden West ones we've seen recently have been pretty good, but yeah, I mean, I think back to kind of the old older E threes where there was some dude on stage with a controller playing a game, and that were probably the most boring parts of you know the presentations. And I'm not saying that's what they're going to go back to, but Look, CGI trailers are hype. It's like watching previews at a, at movies. You get really excited about a you know particular trailer that you watch. I so think, I think I think that's the way. I think what we gotta do it. right now is get to a point where they could implement cloud gaming correctly. And when we're in one of these presentations, they go, "Okay, go ahead and pick up your controller, grab a keyboard and mouse. You're just gonna start playing and running around while I talk over you doing that with some of the features we have, and like to give you five minutes of just doing that." Yeah, but some trolls is going to run off the edge of the cliff or something. You know? Well, they would be the only ones to see it then. They'd be the only yeah. ones to see it because it'd be on your screen only. 
I'm not the biggest fan of the, the CGI trailer unless they like they incorporate it to where it's like, you know, it's CGI and then it transitions into the gameplay. Yeah. Smash Brothers does that constantly, which is those trailers CGI, then they transition right into the gameplay. So that's my preferred way. But I understand that sometimes you just don't have your gameplay ready, man. I mean, and, but you want to talk about the game. So what are you going to do? You're going to make a CGI trailer. Everyone and it works every time because people get people get screen, right? People get stupid hype for yeah. shit that probably doesn't even look like how it's going to play. So it works yeah. and it keeps on working. So the developers are going to keep doing it. So, yep, it does. Yeah. It builds up hype. It gets conversation going. People talk yeah. about it on podcasts, on Twitter, all that stuff. Sometimes they're ridiculous. Like the Wonder Woman one was ridiculous. Like as a big fan, I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. But it'll be like, oh, OJ, Wonder Woman. I'm like, yeah, well, how does it play? Well, I don't know. But Wonder Woman, I'm like, okay, well, Wonder Woman. But like, we got go. really excited about Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. from but Insomniac. I and it's but like, I did. I was, like, I was like, okay, well, let me see it. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to get like before I yes, but now I'm starting to be like, OK, these these we all, first shots. But we, all, but we all blew up about like Metroid Prime 4. We did all. because yeah, that really was so about that, that was that, that was, was dead. Dead. That wasn't even a CGI trailer. That was just a JPEG. JPEG. That was kind of stupid, though, too. I was like, wait a minute. They didn't show that JPEG. After I calmed down, I was like, wait a minute. But but basically, it's like if they hit the right game for you, even if it's just like a picture, you're going to get hyped because you're like, oh, finally, this is happening. What about the latest Mass Effect trailer? Like, we know, Liara's trying to find Shepard. I mean, that. You know, it, it builds it builds anticipation for what's coming. Um, I, I think you know, like, because I mean, that part is probably not going to be in the game. It's really more about setting up no. the story for the next game. But I, there's there's definitely trailers that can that can generate. It's going to be in the game. What'd you say? What'd you say? It's not going to be in the game. That part better be in the game. You know what's you know what's great is if you have a game that looks so good that people think it's like people thought that Hellblade stuff was CG. Hellblade two. People were like convinced yeah. that it was just a CGI trailer, and the person was like, "No, no, that that's that's the game. Like, there's no tricks. That's it." I, I kind of so. knew it was the game. I, I kind of, I mean, I, I kind of knew. Yeah, I mean, they said it's, it, it's but... just it, I, that's just kind of the point where we are now, where it's that impressive, where like people start questioning. They're like, "I don't. Does the game actually look like that?" Apparently, so I mean, the, we'll find out when we actually have it on our screen. But the original Hellblade looked in, extremely impressive. So yeah. yeah, they they just did that and said, "Hey, here's more. It's gonna be even better." So I mean, yeah. So that's that's. <laughs> what i felt let's go through some of these super chats here so car says twilight princess wind waker next year breath of wild two years after so they're thinking 2023 three yeah 2023 nope. <laughs> uh michael says remember nintendo is aiming to release a zelda game every year what game do they drop in 2022 if breath of the wild 2 doesn't make it did they what say games that they dropped this year twilight princess and wind waker there there you go. Go. wait yeah. did they say that that would looking to do that no Drop they the didn't say it but if you follow the pattern they pretty much the last time that they have it i think was like the wii u era or something but they do usually have a zelda game some type of zelda game every year link's awakening on the game boy next year let's go <laughs> there you go hey something <laughs> toxic says i absolutely love the xbox power on series it made me emotional a few times reliving some of the biggest moments in video game history That's okay good. so Enjoy. we have to talk about this for a second all right real quick for power on I, wa I was watching it and I was stunned at how poorly managed the entire thing was to launching a console. Like it was incredible stuff. They said they stole windows from another team within Microsoft so that they could cut it down because they wouldn't give it to them. So they at night went and stole it from a server. <laughs> um, but the craziest thing they said, and I still can't, can't believe this because this might've actually altered part of history in gaming is that a studio 
a developer at the smaller developer at the time came to Microsoft, presented two games, and Microsoft turned down <laughs> a game that I still cannot believe that I'm about to say out loud right now. Yeah. They turned down Grand Theft Auto 3 from Rockstar for being like a timed Xbox exclusive. And apparently the game they were really excited for was Austin Powers. Dude, movie games at the time were big. You know, you know, but the, to me, that kind of tells you the mindset of the people that were running that because yeah. you could have seen that GTA would be big. And I'm not even trying to do 2020 hindsight or anything. If you play GTA 2, the one you could tell that with more power, that could have been something incredible because they were overhead. You guys remember the old school yeah. overhead ones? And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like, if this was like different, it'd probably be more compelling. So the fact that they turned that down is just... And what's, Dude, that's, what's that's crazy rough. is that game came out before the original Xbox release for, I remember mm -hmm. like yep. a month or two, that could have been a launch title next to Halo on the original Xbox. That could have changed everything. That yep. could have completely changed the and, makeup of what happened in that generation. It went on to sell 14 and a half million copies. You know, when people crazy? bought a PS2? For Grand Theft Auto? That. Yep. Yeah. That was a big deal when that dropped. I, when that released. I, bought, I bought a PS2 for Grand Theft Auto. It was DVD player. And Grand Theft Auto. It's like, that yep. was just, yo, you get a DVD player and you have the most innovative game in this time period. Like, it was nuts for those that were too young to remember. So, yes, a DVD player. Yes, that was a very big deal. Very big deal back then. So, yeah. oh, absolutely. Apparently, the deal that they cut with Sony was actually pretty cheap because Microsoft turned them down. So, they just had to go find someone. So, yeah. Sony actually got that game pretty cheap is, is what the word was. That's crazy. I remember you said, I'm thinking when I was watching, I'm thinking these guys are idiots. like, I was thinking they're not idiots, but I'm like, these guys are idiots. Cause I played GTA two on the dreamcast and stuff. And I was, going, I was like, this is pretty cool. They, the fact that they turned down a game like well, that was, an open world. Like, it was Microsoft on. executives. And apparently their reasoning was they didn't think that rockstar could make the transition from 2d to 3d. Oh man. And there you go. Rockstar proved them wrong. You take yep. your chance, man. Like you just yep. got to take your chance. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta nope. take your chance with that. That's something like that's something you, you can't just say no to something like that, man. Like, I don't know. That's so that that's that's like heart I bet that's like kind of like heartbreaking for them at the time when they saw what happened with oh, GTA. Yeah. They had to say that like oh crushed, man. Like, I mean they eventually got it on the original Xbox, but they were going they were probably the ones going to Rockstar then. They were Rockstar wasn't going to them anymore. Yeah. So but, but and then the damage was already done with the oh, P, yeah. the PS2 already was like steamrolling by that point that they got it, you know. Yep. So so yeah, very interesting. Cristobal says much love and warmth to entire Spawncast holidays. Marvel can do no wrong if no new Spawncast until 2022. Merry Xmas and Happy New Year in advance. I'm a pre-recording uh, next Saturday, so the next one after that would fall on New Year's Eve day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, New Year's Eve day. Let me let me just yeah. double check the first. Oh, the, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be alive by then, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's how hard you party on Christmas. <laughs> John party doesn't seem like something that's a thing at all. <laughs> hey, I got my my Xbox over here. Halo's ready to go. Okay, that's how he's playing. Yes, I see that. <laughs> that's a good party. Team Slayer's up and running now. The playlist is ready. <laughs> uh, TJ says, I'm curious if any of you have played a Neptunia game or at least a game made by Idea Factory or Compile Heart like Death and Request. I have. I've played Neptunia. They're cool games. Okay. Okay, I've not played it. Kind of like super Japanese, you know, it's use like a lot, lot hyper of, you know. grind, yeah. 
Yeah, hyper grind. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's cool. They're they're not like the best games out there, but they're they're not. You're, bad. you're not finding innovation in those games yet. It's, no, no, it's they're just strengthening each time. They're they're like they're like Madden, but like Neptunia, <laughs> like RPGs. They're like mass produced. Julio says the adult website has shared its 2021 search results and platforms being utilized. Turns out PlayStation users win by a landslide. No surprise there is what they say. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> All right then, there you go. <laughs> Snacks Sorry, says, they act online on Twitter posts and stuff. Doesn't, doesn't surprise me, man. Snacks says, Merry Christmas, gents. Have a beer on me. Thanks, WK Snacks. I will, after the show. Necro says, who's hyped for Elden Ring? I know I am. I'm going to get good and teabag scrubs. There you go. <laughs> Can't wait for Elden Ring. Yeah, Michael says, remember Nintendo is aiming to release a Zelda game every year? Talked about that. Let me have... Art says, for OJ, the... TPHD stream or team did Skyward Sword. Twilight Princess HD team did Skyward Sword. That's what they said. Yeah, I was I was remembering the who was the name of the team. Right. That's uh, what I wanted to know. T Joe says, glad to see you back, Evan, and happy holidays all. Yes, Evan's power is back. <laughs> there was a whole uh, power like line, like a whole chunk of it was just gone. Oh <laughs> man. Dragonheart says, with Cuphead DLC finally coming in June, do you think we'll Finally, get a physical release for Cuphead, hopefully. Fireman Waking and Three Houses Rule. I would like to see a complete edition of Cuphead. I think it'd be great physically on a cartridge. Whole Fuck thing. that game. It's way too hard. I can't, I can't <laughs> play that game. <laughs> it's a fun game. I like Cuphead. That's I got, great. I got no time for that. <laughs> and they have James says, next major Pokemon game will be on new Nintendo hardware. Upgraded graphics and textures. Can we pray for voiceovers for Pokemon and Zelda Breath of the Wild too? You want voiceover in Pokemon games, Jordan? How do you yes. feel about that? Okay. Okay. Very good. I would very much like it. I think we're at that point where um, I think a lot of games that don't include the voice acting when there's a lot of text at this point, it just feels a little bit lazy to me. I've like, been I've been playing a, an indie game that's all like text and there's no voice acting and it's really getting to me <laughs> yeah i know i don't know it's just something to me that i feel like can be budgeted for if done well and it's not like pokemon games like yeah it's all text but it's not like it's mountains and mountains and mountains of text like, it's like a uh, sentence or two at a time yeah, yeah black and white too maybe a bit more uh black and white and black and white too um mm. there's a lot more story there but like come on it's 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 not a 79 million hour rpg that needs every side character dialogue yeah I agree with you. It should at least even be like partially text or partially voice. So like big cutscenes, voice. Non-big cutscenes, just regular chatter, not yeah. voice. You main, know, even main that character would be better. is usually great, but if it's like a side quest, just maybe some sound effects, just play. You know, a little word yeah, bubble. It, it, that would be immensely better. Marcus, it it seems a bit weird. Like they're showing off more of the game now, and it's just like. I'm just like. It's like these little slap noises of like like drawing it. I'm just like, yeah, there'd be nice if there's some text there if they had to present it, you know, <laughs> or some, some voice. Bit, just voice. a little bit of voice. Just a little yeah. bit of voice would be nice. Be cool. Shinru says, what's good, Spawncast crew? Just finished getting my rank in Halo Infinite. Apparently, I'm a platinum rank level player. First Halo game. Am I better than MVG Dreamcast guy in Spawn? Maybe. JK. You're better than me. I tell you that because I'm like, you're gold, right? Silver? I thought maybe you were gold, gold. Maybe. I could be gold now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like the lowest okay. rank. So, okay. well, lowest rank is like bronze. bronze I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm like bronze because I because I haven't been playing as much, so I'm like, I'm the worst. Uh, I'm I'm in placements. I'll probably put you in gold or silver. I think 
especially this early on. I am Diamond Four, so you're not higher than me. <laughs> on the on the path to Onyx someday, that'll happen. Uh, Zuck says, "Hey, John Spawncast, have any of you ever covered the topic of console coil wine? I'm on my third PS5 because of excessive noise from the APU. I have not had that issue, and I have uh, completely abused my PS5 at this point. So I'm I, just very lucky. I have." I have coil wine on my PS5. It's my launch PS5. And I can tell you, I I can hear it during the middle of the night when it's making updates, like when it's like turning itself on to take a, you know, a, a firmware update or something. But um, I, I, I kind of live with it. It's not that bad. I mean, it's annoying, but it's mm. not the worst thing. Okay. This is Michael saying, I would like to get into GBA games. What are some of your guys' top GBA games? Golden, I mean, Sun. Golden Sun score that immediately. You also look Metroid. into the Mega Man Metroid. Yeah, the Mega Man Battle Network series is very fun. Uh, I do enjoy those. Uh, and honestly, they started moving a lot of Super Nintendo games to it, which is pretty funny. But they were cool experiences for being handheld at the time because it was like, wow, this is this is pretty cool to have Super Nintendo games on the go with you. Uh, and you know, it's, it's some of the Yu-Gi-Oh games were fun too. I remember playing those back in the day, the Pokemon games. Pokemon games uh, are great. Castlevania, if you can get those, the Castlevania oh, yeah. games oh, are fantastic. The Castlevania Advance games. Wars is is legendary. Yeah, yep. Fire Emblem. Yep, Fire Emblem is really good. There's a there's a lot of good GBA games, man. That system had a a crazy nope. run in a very short amount of time. <laughs> you know what Game Boy Advance game I was playing earlier for the video for the uh, the pocket? I was playing Max Payne. On the yeah, Max Payne right? game on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I was like, oh, there was a Max Payne game, so I'm playing it. Dude, they had bullet time on the Game Boy Advance. Wasn't just a normal frame rate, are you sure? You <laughs> you can <laughs> jump and it slows them down and you start shooting. I don't know, it's kind of cool. It's, it's this isometric looking almost 3D style. It was John, it was you should fun. try out uh, Jet Set Radio on the Game Boy Advance. <gasps> there is it. There is one. There is oh was mm -hmm. there is it like the top down like kind of like isometric view or is it like behind yeah, the back? It, it's kind of in GBA five. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Boktai, the sun is in your hand. Oh, and uh, Zelda Minish Cap. Get mm -hmm. Minish Cap. Minish Cap is a great experience on the. I, I'm. I would like to see that done at some point on a modern Nintendo platform like they did Link's Awakening. Yep. I think that'd be if a really like, cool. If you like, if you like shooters, try Iridian. That's a really good one. Really it's good a lot one. of good games. The and you have the, games are good. The the Donkey Kong Country games are good. The Banjo game is good. I mean, GBA is a great system. And then you so. got all the Game Boy games thrown in. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah. Oh, Fire Red. I know we said Pokemon, but Fire Red and Leaf Green is so good. Oh, yeah. Those are just amazing remakes of the original <laughs> games. This is... Okay, this is from diz saying i was curious if content creators are negatively impacted by users skipping through sponsor segments of video or are you paid up front this depends it it's depends on the, the deal usually the deals usually negotiated before so but it depends every deal is different but most yeah. of the time you'll negotiate the rate beforehand so yeah they're mostly i think looking for engagement and just awareness of their product for the most part or service so and Christian says, how interested are you guys in Sea of Stars? I'm really interested in it. Very Ooh. interested. The game looks Very great. Very interested. Yeah, I made it. I think I raved about it for about 10 minutes in one of my videos yeah, about the game Sea looks, of Stars. Looks incredible from what we've seen so far. I, it's, out, it's out next year, holiday. 20, End of next 22. year. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the only kind of tough. The only, only kind of tough thing at that indie direct. It's been going to Kickstarter for a while, and people got really hyped up to see that in that uh, indie world, to see that it's actually like 
happening like it's yeah. they got a release on it and all this stuff so i mean hey i'm all for traditional jrpgs when we can get them because everything's going away from it so the comparisons bring it on. trigger that's out there and it, they got yasunori mitsuda doing the music i mean the game looks like it's there's gonna be no grinding they say there's going to be platforming elements. It looks really cool and polished. So I'm, yep. I am ready for the game, man. I am ready for it. It looks great. Johnny says, hey, Spawn Wave, love your show. I don't know if it's just me, but I miss the GameCube controller when I play Resident Evil 4 on my Xbox. Feels weird. Well, yeah, I mean, the game originally was designed around that controller, but I don't know. I, I was I was OK when I played the remake on the Xbox. It seemed like they figured all that out pretty well uh ray says i appreciate the shout out from one of your news waves when you mentioned me about the ps4 c-bomb situation the name was forced also shout out to oj hey what's up man thank you this is from paulie saying would love to see fighting cowboy on the spawn cast and then joel says mvg what's the best monitor to use for sixth and seventh gen console not liking my 55 inch oled Ooh, uh, I don't see why you wouldn't use the OLED. Maybe the problem is you need like a, a retro tank or something like that. Because um, sometimes if you're going straight into a television without any type of upscaler, um, you may not get the best visual quality. But I would say if, yeah, check out the retro tank 5X Pro because I feel like that will solve all your issues with this visuals. And stick with the OLED, because I think the OLED is probably your best choice, honestly. Let's, uh, I have some more Super Chats to go through here, then we're going to go over to Streamlabs as well, just to double check anything there. But let me go around here. Jordan, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. Uh, I've been working the last month and a half to have basically a video every day from the 1st to the 25th of uh, you know December, and it's almost wrapping up. I have a big Christmas finale next Saturday. Uh, so yeah, check that out if you're interested. Okay. What about Evan? Where can everyone find you? Find me on Twitter at Kimrick's Project. If I stream on Twitch or something or anything's going on with conventions or if I'm doing anything artwork related, I'll usually post it there. So you can just check it out there. Truly Epic says, Spawn, please review Spider-Man No Way Home on Spawnwave Plus. I might. And my problem is, I mean, I'm talking all the spoilers then. It's all it's all out there at that point for me. Uh, so yeah, I don't there, know. There's no would, there's well, no reason to go into anyway. the movie with that with being like, oh, that one scene. Yeah, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, no. how do you? Yeah, how do you? I don't know how you do that. I have to say all the stuff that happens, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll just do it like two weeks after or something when I feel better about it and just say spoilers all over the title and stuff. Uh, this is from Missing saying Nintendo only supported Game Awards when Reggie was there. He fought for them, and Bowser doesn't. I don't know if that's completely true because Nintendo has to green light their announcements <laughs> tendo uh headquarters in japan and america is a marketing outlet mostly uh, did you leave 20 did, did he really leave did he <laughs> did he really 2018 leave? 2018 2019 somewhere in there right yeah the end but of they, they, or beginning of 2019 they had then they had the sephiroth reveal with bowser and they had other stuff too since then yeah. so yeah <laughs> Shinru says if Don Matrick was still in charge of Xbox would the Xbox brand still be here to this day I'd say no but he was right about us always online Don Matrick was ahead of his time all right I'm just gonna say it now he was saying you know what you guys are always gonna be online guess what we're always online that's what he was saying DRM is like all over the place now I don't know I think he might have been ahead of his time there might have been on to something Although who knows, he 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 wasn't the best in front of a camera with Jeff Keighley, so he might have ruined it before we got here. Uh, Larry says, 
I wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for all the great content this year. Derek says Game GameStop sent me a free copy of Sonic Colors for Switch with my last order. No idea why. They must be desperate to get rid of that game. Uh, Georgie says thoughts on Don Matrick in the interview. I've not gotten to that episode yet. Okay, I got to get to the Xbox it. One review. I've seen it. I'm not going to oh. spoil it for you, John, but um, it's really awesome that they brought him on because, I mean, it's easy just to make this like, you know, series about how great you know how how shitty xbox was at the start one-sided yeah yeah yeah. and and how they became really good at the end but they really kind of pull in um the right people and it's great that he's actually on it the only thing i will say about the xbox documentary is they didn't talk about the hacking stuff and i feel like the hacking Mm. stuff is is very important to the story of xbox but i also understand why they they didn't go down i probably didn't want to go down that road for a couple reasons to advertise that maybe i don't know but if i was on match i sat down in the chair and been like does your Xbox work if you're not connected to the internet? And you this one? Does that work? Yeah. You guys fixed that, huh? <laughs> At least they got rid of the connect, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's really funny because there was a, a part of it where apparently Bill Gates was really mad at Xbox team for not seeing the Wii coming. So he's like, you got to do something about it. So they made the connect and that actually led into the Xbox one with its connect that kind of messed up that generation for him. Uh Ian says, MVG, what kind of music do you like to play on those guitars? Also, Merry Christmas, fellas. Uh, a bit of everything. I mean, it's it's just how I feel. You know, blues, rock, metal, um, whatever. You know, whatever whatever mood I'm in at the time. You want to let them know where they can find you, MVG? I know you got a video coming up, too, to close out the year. Yep. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Yes, on Monday, I'm releasing a video on the 9.0 firmware jailbreak for PlayStation 4, so I kind of go deep in on that so check out the channel uh this will be my last video of the year i will be returning on january the third which is the first monday of the new year i believe so just going to take a little break um next week just to play some games recharge and and um get ready for next year i am doing a live stream i do an annual mvg christmas eve live stream (laughs) every christmas eve this will be the fourth one so i'll be on next friday night on a live stream so just just check out the notification just keep an eye on the channel for notifications on that but thanks for having me on and yeah uh, happy holidays everyone will you be demonstrating how to do the jailbreak no i probably i probably wouldn't do that no (laughs) i need a usb stick oh i mean that's the easy part you need the playstation to do it though the usb stick's easy i have a playstation yeah uh, okay. You can do it. It's it's really easy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, 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 want, I want that PT demo to come back to me. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Austin says, Black and White 2 had voiceover in the form of a second gym with the band spelling out Pokemon on repeat while singing. Shinru says, which Nintendo IP would look better in Unreal Engine 4? Maybe 5. Also, is the analog pocket worth grabbing? I would say yes. GPASP yes. is cool, but finding new batteries are annoying. Yeah, the, the pocket is pretty legit i'll say that uh, which nintendo ip would look better in unreal engine 4 maybe 5 metroid metroid prime 4 put it in it new hardware let's do it maybe go big 4k 8k now let's skip to 16k uh Loden says disappointed in far cry blood dragon really what i like that blood it Dragon's forces great. you oh it forces you to sign up for uLink if connected yeah. to the internet also 30 fps good game but ubisoft still ubisofting second says don't sleep on Wade Hickston's counterpunch for GBA. I've never, pl- I've never played that. I, I like, I like recommendations like that of games I've never heard of. So I'm going to try it out. OJ, where can everyone find you? 
Yeah, find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. Uh, we talked about it at the beginning, got some cool comedy stuff that I usually do to uh, finish out the year. Um, it was already kind of late just because we had some issues uh, with the production of it. Uh, but now that it's cool, I got Miss Click's Blessing. So uh, that'll be commencing uh, this upcoming week. Uh, so you guys look out for that it's a comedy series called Black Keeley. You guys should think it's fun. If you haven't seen the ones before, it's just kind of like spoofs on all of the people here. I know there's a lot of new subscribers and new people. Um, so we just kind of have a little bit of fun. We give out some awards. So there will be a few videos to make up for it being this late. Usually it's the beginning of the year before the game awards, but some stuff happened, you know, so I felt it would be better to wait till now. So that'll be this upcoming week. And uh, yeah, I got videos that I do every single day, um, 7.30 or something like that in the morning. So you guys can check that out. And I stream pretty much daily, Monday through Saturday, I stream as well. So new videos every day, stream every single day. So you guys check out the channel, Player Essence. And oh, I got a giveaway going too, uh, SMT5 Premium Edition. So like that one's like sold out everywhere. So if you follow me on Twitter, um, at Player Essence, um, you can check out the giveaway too. Subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. So yeah. Juan over on Streamlabs says great show is always watching the matrix next week stream or theater why didn't the oh, actually you know what i will i will skip that part just in case people are gonna watch matrix for the first time to lead up to it and uh happy holidays thank you Juan. Uh, i am gonna see matrix I'm trying to figure out if i'm going to the theaters I, I guess i'll go the week or two after i'm trying to figure trying to this out matrix is he trying to spoil matrix uh, there's a part in there where i'm like eh, no no not that matrix the, the like the ones. series like the yeah the old ones i'm like eh, you know, oh, I, I won't on. read that. It's like it's like Aerith in Final Fantasy. Come on. I see some yeah, people online. What happened to her? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> what do you mean? I just played the remake. She's okay. <laughs> Shut up, French. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, I think that's everything, though. I think we're good. Uh, oh, Shinru says, can't wait for Nintendo and Sony's NFTs. Oof, that'll be a dark day Ooh. in gaming. It'll be a they'll, dark, dark They'll day. most likely be put up illegally <laughs> by not Sony and Nintendo on other sites. <laughs> uh, it'll be Sony and Nintendo spelled with like zeros and threes. All right, that's uh, that's going to do it here for the Spawncast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Next weekend, be a pre-recorded episode, and then I'll at least be here the following week. It'll be the first of the year so it'll be later on at night obviously i'll be back and alive at that point so i'm also not a cool that's... person i'll probably be here too i'll okay. be here well, okay I mean, you'll be here too I'll be, I'll be playing video games for the next two weeks i'll be i'll be <laughs> okay cool so we'll be back here then uh like i said pre-recorded next week everyone have a have a happy holiday take it easy play some games and we'll see you guys next time think for yourself <laughs>